How are you doing? Hey. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you, Lord. Um, this is you here for the, for the Kingdom Builders Conference or seminar. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing I'm doing good. Yes, yes, that's good. I'm um, Erica or Prophetess um, Apostle Erica will be with us momentarily. Um, okay. Got out here to start. I was just waiting for people to come. Uh, who am I speaking to? Uh, this is Bishop Abrams. Hi, Bishop Abrams. Oh, how are you doing today? Good. I'm doing well. And yourself? Thank you, sir. I've heard so much about you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> well, praise praise God. Yes, he, he speaks of you highly and often of you. Yeah, that's my big sis. Yes, thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, God. Bless the Lord. I'm excited about what God's getting ready to do tonight. Hello, how are you doing? God bless you. Erica, um, the Apostle Erica will be with us momentarily. And she okay. Just uh, wait for everybody to get here. And we're excited about the kingdom. Well, listen, conference. Amen. Conversation about what we can do to help to build um, the kingdom of God and working together um, in unity. And, um, we're looking forward to it. Everybody, I, um, I'm in um, South Carolina, I'm in South Carolina. Where are you located? We're in Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. All right, all right. Okay. Yes, sir. That's good. Um, so she'll be here momentarily, and um, we can get started, or we can have a prayer, or however y'all choose to do it. Um, when I spoke to her last, she was just getting off the bus, so she just told me to go ahead and just be here for everybody. And we can wait a little, few more minutes if you want to. For yeah, that'll be great. Up. We'll wait a few minutes and get the line built up and just um, get the atmosphere stirred up and see what God's going to do. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sir. It's, it's excited to be with men and women of God that are after the heart of God, you know, what he's, what he's doing for Hi, Prophet Sally. How are you doing? I'm blessed. How are you tonight? I am. I am. I am. I am. Uh, we're waiting on Apostle Erica. She'll be here momentarily. Okay. So we're just going to wait a few more minutes for her. Okay, oh. I'll do that. Thank you, Lord. And then we can go and wait a little bit, and then we can set the atmosphere by having a little prayer and everything like that. Okay. So, I'm in Manning, South Carolina. Where are you from? I'm in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Oh, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. How's the weather there? It was, it was, kind of it, it was a beautiful day today. 
Uh, we expecting rain later on tonight and tomorrow, but it's been really like in the seven, almost seventies for like two days. My Lord, isn't God good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gave us such great weather. Uh-huh. Well, now, I read one of those states that it might be 70 uh, by noon, but by, by 4 o'clock it's in the 40s. <laughs> oh, God. <God's> so, <laughs> but he's still good. Yes, he is. And I just enjoyed getting out in the sun today. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. South, South Carolina mm-hmm. like, like that, too. We get a lot of mm-hmm. cold weather and then a little... Next day it's hot, the next couple of days. It's right, hot. exactly. So you know what I mean then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we just the learned to take it as it comes. <laughs> we just learned. All things give thanks. <laughs> That's right, and all things, just get your coat or get, or, uh, uh, get your hat, whatever. Just thank God. <laughs> I tell you. Well, he's eight. We're just grateful. Just grateful that all is well. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. God. God is an awesome mm-hmm. God. Right. And He proves it every day. Yeah. He proves it every day. Yes, He gives us that breath. We just love Him and praise Him and just adore Him and uh, be in His will. My God. Amen. God. That's right. Be in His will. Yeah. Love and praise and being real. The awesomeness of God, you know, gives us breath and life um, and everything, no matter what happens. Given right. Things, you know, and stuff like that. So. I'm telling them, yes, I'm telling them yesterday in, in, in the service, you know, we did our praise and worship service like normal and and I, I got went up to the podium to kind of continue expediting, you know, and and uh, the spirit of the Lord fell on me, and I began to sing in the spirit, and and uh, the Lord gave us a beautiful spiritual song, and we sung it a while and danced and prayed. <laughs> I said, "Now look, could nobody have done that with God?" And we, and it was a good service, a good word. The people left uplifted and encouraged. So. It's a blessing. Blessing. It's a blessing. blessing to be alive, you know, in the land of the living. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's my 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 thoughts. It's just a blessing to be in the land of the living and the activity of our land. Mm-hmm. It is. steak every day, but we can eat bologna and tell the Lord thank you. Amen. That's right. And when I was a kid, bologna was good. Yeah. <laughs> It was. I remember those sandwiches. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he's an awesome God. Mm-hmm. And he's worthy to be praised. That's right. He is worthy. Mm-hmm. He is so worthy. Sometimes I think about what he endured and sacrificed and suffered, uh, not on, on his own accord, but for us. So that we could be saved, so we could be healed, so we could be delivered, so we could make heaven our home. And I mean, the things that he suffered, I don't even think we can even imagine it. Yeah. yeah. The the suffering that he went through uh, to endure that cross, and you know, even before the cross. But I just thank God; it just make my praise even more 
real because I'm thanking him. He did it for me. Yeah. He did that for me. Oh, yes, he did. Because of love. Love. And because of love. Love did it. Mm-hmm. Yes, love did it. Love did it. That That's right. Love covers everything that we went through or might go through. That's right. I was uh, I had put a little post on Facebook about three or four days ago. It came to me. I don't do Facebook often, but sometimes I will post something. And I had this little comment um, when you uh, if you're in the midst of a struggle, remember God loves you. Remember that God loves you. So even in the midst of our struggles. I believe if we can truly remember whatever it is that we're suffering and doing, or that if we can remember God's love, that he loves us. Mm-hmm. And because of his love, we can know that he's right there with us yeah. with whatever it is we're enduring. So that spoke, that spoke volumes to me. That's why I thought, okay, I'm going to put this on Facebook. This might encourage somebody else, you know. You, know, you never know who you're going to affect. That's you don't right. know sometimes you don't know the depth of things that are going through in our lives, especially with the struggles of today, that one word, mm-hmm. one comma, one thing could change their life or death situation. Right. That's right. And then and, and then when we're really, really going through a struggle, sometimes the enemy, he will make us feel like that if we can't we see the suffering and pain or whatever that we can't identify with the Lord loves us. Even in the midst of whatever we're going through, we have to remember that God loves me. And then when he brought that to my heart, I just said, oh, my God. When I know that, you know, when you know somebody loves you, you know they're on your side, you know they're right there in the midst of the situation with you, and even though you may be enduring it and suffering it, it's a the 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 God of the universe loves you, and He's gonna take you through whatever it is that you have to go through. Take you to the other side. Mm-hmm. I just, I just thank God for that. To say that that we will never, He will never, we will never walk alone. That He's always that's with right. Us. We we would never walk alone. That's exactly true. So that makes a difference yes, in our lives. Yes. That makes the difference. God. And That's right. And then when we get to the point that we are seeking after God to create, building up the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. To help and to change the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. That's that right. Can change, making people's lives, changing them by how you treat them. How you That's right. Them, how you care for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a difference. That makes a big difference. And then I think about, I think about how, how the power of God and the anointing have made such a impact in my life from times through others. How God has used others and the anointing and the, His power through them to touch my life and be a blessing to my life and. And I began to realize that God's anointing, God's anointing is is our blessing. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I was just saying, Lord, I just want 
want to be that vessel where I can, where I can touch someone. You can use me to touch someone that's so, they, that, like the person you used to touch me. You know, I want to be that, I want to be that vessel that he can flow through yeah. and bless somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. To say that when my thing is when you leave this earth, what have you left behind? Oh, my what Lord. Have you, what have you made? What have you done to make a difference in somebody else's life? Of this life. That's right. Okay. And that's mm-hmm. the thing that really matters. That the Jesus that's what can man. touch somebody's life. That you know that you know because you did something special to affect, that reflects God. And, you know, I, I had this... I had this young lady tell me this some while ago, and it sounds so simple. It sounds so simple to us, but I, some kind of way I got reconnected to the young lady, and uh, she was quite a bit younger than me, and I, w- I would be up in the ministry preaching and teaching. I was over women's ministry and just teaching and pouring out whatever God put in me. And so I reconnected with this young lady several years later, and she called. She said, Pastor Shelley, Prophetess Shelley, I just think you are the greatest. Now, this is her saying it. She said, because you know what you taught me. I, she said, I never will forget what you taught me. I said, what did I teach you, honey? You taught me to keep my house clean. <laughs> so you taught me to clean my house. And, you know, that didn't seem like much, but to her, it impacted her life, and it made a difference. She said, because I learned how to keep my house clean and how to be mindful of things. Now I own my own business. Now I can focus on things, you know, and not just sit around and let things go. I can focus. Do you see how simple that was? But it had a great impact on her. Grandmother. My grandmother gave us one word. We had a whole bunch of grandchildren, and she would get us together every summer. And she told me the the most important thing other than Christ is your legacy. Mm-hmm. What will you leave behind in order to That's change right. somebody's life? When you're stretched out and you're no longer in that body, what legacy? The Christ what? In positive. That's right. And that's what, what my endeavor, even when the Lord called me to the pastoral ministry, one of the things that he imprinted on my heart was the generations. The church is multi-generational, and he wanted each generation to be impacted and touched. Yeah. You know, he that's right, and that leg that will be our legacy. You know, one generation uh, praising God and lifting up God with another generation, and allowing them to see the power of God. From one generation flow to, through another generation, then another generation. That's what, um, that's what he really have impressed on my heart is the generations. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that we leave that, like you say, that legacy, that witness, that anointing. God will, the Lord, when I will pray, he will tell me to speak to your, your unborn family members, your unborn children and grandchildren that you will never physically mm. free. And you call them forth now that they're doctors mm. and just lawyers and that you are anointed from the seed of the seed of Abraham. Yes. Because Lord. of the legacy yes. that you bring. Mm. I'm glad you shared that. Forth now. Okay. 
you said mm-hmm. immediately, that the legacy mm-hmm. of your children will be wrapped up, tied up in God. Yeah, that's why this about Abraham, uh, talk about Abraham and David, because he's concerned about the future. The that's future right. Of our children, the future, the future. seed that will know their God. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it makes Praise a difference. God. And we got to do it. We got to do it. Yes, sir. Certainly do. My God, my God. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. My God, my God. <laughs> he is an awesome God. My God. And it's just like, just even just sitting here talking with you, it's just like, you like what Jesus said to his parents. He said, I must be about my father's business. And, and just talking to you about the generations and the, you know, we must be about our father's business. Yes, yes, yes. Unless we yes. be about his business, then all of that won't be, you know what I'm saying, all the business that we've been assigned to do in the spirit realm. You know, we it, we have to do it. We have to do it. Because I, he often reminds me of those cloud of witnesses that's gone on before us. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, and they it wasn't like they didn't have struggles. They had all kinds of struggles, but they still was a witness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. They still was a witness. So are you clear um, on the topic that we're discussing tonight? Um, yes, the kingdom builders. Kingdom builders. <laughs> yes. Kingdom builders. All right, now, I think we're kind of talking about that, aren't we? <laughs> the kingdom well, builders. not indirectly. It just, it just came out that way. <laughs> oh, God. Kingdom builders. Hmm. Yeah, when I talked to her last, she was on just getting off the bus. So, um, mm-hmm. if y'all would like to, we can go ahead and go into prayer. Unless um, you'll want to wait a little longer, we can get the atmosphere set. Whatever you feel like, we need to do on.
Father, we praise you now, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we say that no weapon formed against us, Father. And every word that rises up in judgment, we shall condemn it, God. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We magnify you, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, my strength, my strength, my God. In the name of Jesus, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, hallelujah, 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 God. Uh, oh, my soul, David said, my soul does magnify you, God. Uh, in the name you, of God. Jesus, uh, we know, God, uh, the Bible says that all things work together for the good, God, and we thank you. God, breathe on us tonight, God. Yes, breathe Lord. On us, God. Thank you, Jesus. Breathe on us, God. In the name of Jesus, breathe on us, yes, God. Lord. Oh, yes, God, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God, till we know we've been touched, God. In the name of Jesus, oh, my soul, God. Yabahansiata. In the name of Jesus, thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, God. In the name of Jesus, we pull down not like God. In the name of Jesus, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, God. Somewhere between hallelujah, God. Oh, God, we know you're there, God. In the hallelujah, name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. God, like never before, God, we need you now, God. Oh, God. Oh God, everything
We praise your Hallelujah. name. We magnify you, God, right? for you are yes, King Lord. of kings and Lord of lords, God. Right? Yes, Lord. In the yes, name God. of Jesus. Right? Yes, yes, God. God. Thank you, Jesus. Right? You said in your word, call on an emotion. Call on you, God. You said you were there shall be an answer, God. In the name of Jesus. God, prepare the way, God. Like John the Baptist, prepare the way, God. Open the doors. Oh, God, gather in our minds, our bodies, and our spirit, God, that become subject to the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you in advance, God. Oh, God, church by church, person by person, in the name of Jesus. We bombard heaven together, God, in the name of Jesus. Because your word said, with two touch and agree, you shall be there also, God. So we thank you now, oh, God, for unity. We thank you for strength. We thank you for the fire of the Holy Ghost in our loins. Oh, God, help us to stand. We pull in the most that we pull on your heart strings, God. We need a word, God. We pull on your heart strings, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, help in a hurry, God. Move by your power. Expeditiously, God. In the name of Jesus the fire of the Holy Ghost in one of all of us, God, that the fire birth things in the spirit realm. Oh, God, that the fire birth pick up new ideas, new thoughts, new plans, new strategies, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we speak in the atmosphere. We speak a move of God. We speak that the enemy not come near us now. Oh, God, to try to destroy our thoughts, our mindsets, in the name of Jesus. We love you now, God. We praise you now, God. Your word said, now faith is the subject of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, God. Oh, God, we don't see you, but we know you're there. Oh, God. Oh, God, we call our children, our grandchildren, to know their God. We speak afar off. We speak afar off. In the name of Jesus, we speak that all of our children, our grandchildren, our extended family, God, we speak it now in the atmosphere. We speak it now. Oh, God, from the third heaven, we speak it now. Afar off, God, in your precious name. Oh, God, in your illustrious name, we call forth everything that you've ordained for us in this. We speak, God, that a mindset of Jesus, 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 that more Jesus, God, in the in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we praise you. God, we adore you. 
and we're standing. Uh, we're literally standing in the spirit realm uh, and waiting uh, for the manifestation of the glory, God. Uh, God, so manifest in us, God, uh, tonight, God, uh, for a strategy. Uh, oh, God, oh, God, help us uh, to be kingdom builders, God, uh, in the name of Moshe, uh, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, Yes, Lord. 
oh God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. 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 Sweet Jesus. 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 Oh, God. Thank you, God. That we can sit in our home, God. And just praise your name, God. Oh, God. We stir up the atmosphere, God. Oh, God. We pull down every stronghold. Become an emulsion. I guess every devil on every level, God. In the name of Jesus. Go now. In the name of Jesus. Die now. In the name of Jesus. Move now. In the name of Jesus. Worthy of the Lamb of God. 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 Worthy of uh, oh God, hey, Thank you. 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 for the blood. Thank you. 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 Thank Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, we ask that you will move on us and touch our minds and elevate our minds, Lord God. And let your anointing, Father God, be great upon us, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you for great insight and great breakthroughs. Lord, touch our ears to hear exactly what the Spirit is saying tonight. In the name of Jesus, quicken us by your Holy Spirit, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We praise you for it, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We thank you, God, on tonight, Father. We thank you. We thank you, God, for the opportunity, oh God, to be able to allow us to dwell in the midst of you on tonight. And we thank you, oh God, for your strength, oh God, for your strength is perfect. But when we are weak, that we are stronger. We thank you, oh God. For the opportunity, oh God, just to be in your midst, amen, to dwell among family, oh God, among the body of Christ. And we thank you, oh God, for that strength, oh God. And Father, we ask you, oh God, on tonight, oh God, Father, the direction of the Holy Ghost, that you can move, oh God, on tonight, oh God. 
Father, oh God, that uh, move stuff out the way of the Holy Spirit, just work through it tonight. And Father, we thank you, oh God, for your manifestation, oh God, that's already getting ready to take place. We, Father, oh God, in your name, Father, with that, that, you, that you in this season are doing exploits, oh God. And we thank you, oh God, that you are moving some things out of the way, oh God, that they hinder. And we thank you, oh God, for your presence, oh God. We just thank you on tonight, amen, that you are there. Amen. All the time. Amen. Even though we see that, that, that there is not there, oh God, but we thank you for being you in the midst, oh God. For your all knowing, your all hearing, your all seeing. And we thank you, oh God, for your strength on tonight. And Father, as oh God, the impartation flow on tonight. Amen. On tonight. And we thank you. We thank you for your glory, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, oh God. We just thank you, oh God, on tonight. Amen. For gracing your presence on tonight. On Kingdom Builders tonight, amen. Amen. We are the host on tonight, amen. Apostle E.L. Robinson and Prophet Harmon on tonight, amen. Prophet Sinan Lang, um, also Apostle Elect, amen. Marilyn Shirley, oh God, we also thank you for Bishop Abrams and Prophet Damien Abrams on tonight and many more um, that I see on the call tonight. And um, for those who are, um, that I have not named, amen, would you mind announcing yourself? Amen. So this is, uh, we're just looking for a move of God on tonight. So anybody that I did not name, um, I see a few people that, uh, out there, um, that's on the podcast on tonight. Amen. That I did not name. So anyone that likes to just to say hello, amen, and bring special greetings from the state you're from on tonight. Hello, this is, um, Apostle Elect Marilyn Shelley, I bring you greetings from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, uh, where we are experiencing some wonderful weather today, and thanking God for His grace and mercy upon our city, thanking God for His uh, anointing that rests upon the, the churches here and wonderful leaders here in our city, and I am a part of that leadership here. Uh, the name of my ministry is Greater Dimension of Glory International Ministry, where I have pastored uh, for the last five years in uh, endeavoring to build God's kingdom upon the earth. Amen. 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 All right. Anybody Amen. else want to um, just a special share something? Amen. Before we get started on tonight. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, on tonight, amen. Amen, I'm going to say, I guess, one selection on tonight, amen. Um, on tonight, hallelujah. Bless you, There's a voice that cries out in the silence, searching for a heart that will love him. <laughs> That will give them all, give it all. He wants it all. Yes, Lord. But it's a heart that won't the Searching for one that was broken. Longing for child that will give him it all. Give it all. He wants it all. And he said, love me, love me in your heart. He wants it all to say, serve me, 
Serve me with your whole life. He wants it all to say. Bow down. Let go of your idols. He wants it all today. 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 The voice that cries out in the silence, searching for a heart that is broken, longing for child that will give. Different aspect or different um, different um, 
backgrounds and if we're coming from different backgrounds and different experiences, amen, uh, people will know what it means to uh, have an assignment, as big assignment as being a vision carrier. Um, and a vision carrier has different aspects, different uh, strategies, um, what it takes to be a vision carrier, what it takes to carry out uh, certain things, how to carry the gospel throughout the tribulation period, even throughout the the, uh, the perilous times, how to actually challenge the tradition, the normal when the normal uh, the normal church do certain things, amen, and across in the religious sector as opposed to being moved by uh, of the spirit of the true living God. Um, learning uh, as, as to that learning the function that we are one body. Even though we're one body, we're, or we're different members, which means we, uh, uh, different gifts are added to the body of Christ in order for it to function. Amen. On to uh, many things that we can come, actually come together as, as far as not just from the religious sector, but come as a community, uh, community uh, worldwide, not just uh, the city, but come together as worldwide. I mean, because we have so many uh, people are being affected, uh, whether we know it or not. Um, the, you know, like I said, the, the homeless has uh, risen at a all-time high. We have uh, domestic violence has raised on an all-time high, all right? We have uh, people being raped and molested is raised on an all-time high. We have the murders uh, raised at an all-time high. These are the things that are happening um, according to the book of Revelation, also the book of Isaiah, and many more, those things. So things are happening, and because... Um, every, everybody is not working on one accord. Not everything is dysfunct- everything is dysfunctional. But it, it, it was taught in the Word of God that these things were coming. They were taught in the Word of God that it was going to be wars and rumors of war. It was going to be taught in the, in the Word of God that it, you know that you know people would turn on each other. It was going to be taught that you have five or ten or twelve different churches on the same street and they are wonderful communicating with each other because all that was brought up in the Word of God. You know, according to the book of Revelation, when they talk about the churches, each church had an issue, amen, and if they were able to identify that, amen, and reach out to people and not be so concerned about the, the members, the Bible says, it says, it says to go get disciples. It does not say go get members. The Bible also mm-hmm. says that the kingdom of God is at hand. It did not say our church is at hand. You know, it didn't say that. This is, this is that, you know, we're just the, the coaches um, that work in the, the specialties, and each of us have a specialty in certain things. So all those gifts and everything that is added to the body of Christ to work together creates that vision, that push that vision, all right? right? And it pushes the vision. So when it pushes the vision, everybody coming from different, every, every, all these gifts, we got, like I said, you got the prison ministry, you got the homeless ministry, you have the, the nursing home ministry, you got the street ministry. You know, those things to me are a greater, a greater, stronger capacity than, than actually in the, the actual, uh, sanctuary. Okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of those people are not getting saved in the church, they're getting saved on the street, they're getting saved in nursing homes. Uh, the prison, uh, on the street, uh, in the midst of, um, they're losing everything. These are things that people, people, people need, uh, in this season and to, uh, to be equipped for us as brothers and sisters, all right, because we all don't want to court brothers and sisters that we, we carry this out and when we carry it out, it takes a lot of work. Um, as a vision carrier, as a vision carrier, when, when, when God gives you a specific assignment towards certain things, 
we want to be able to carry out. We want to be able to get the resources that we need to carry carry that vision out. And what the vision that God has given you, whether like I said, depending on the on type of ministry it is, an outreach ministry, reaching out to people, getting a a a, a, what, a confinement shop, a confinement shop, and, and giving vouchers to people that are homeless out on the street, and give it, you know, give it to them to show that hey, you know, even though you may not have right now, but here's a voucher to get something and to eat. Here's a voucher uh, to you know to get um, fresh clothes. There's a voucher to do something. Um, to like to give them a, a, a point of motivation and to fall into the vision, all right? And as a vision carry, it, it comes with a lot of knocks and blows. It comes with it because remember when they when they talked about um, talked about um, how the tradition was challenged. Remember, according to Mark, uh, Mark chapter three verses one through six, right? And, and remember that time if, if, if y'all can turn it. Turn it, uh, turn it to the Bible. Turn your Bible. You can turn it right quick. Um, it was chapter three, Mark chapter three, Mark chapter three. All right, and we turn to Mark chapter three uh, on tonight. Amen. I know everybody's going to be coming to some stuff, so it's going to be powerful tonight. Amen. Mark uh, chapter three, and um, as we get a chance to even to read uh, both one through six, you know, you can notate it. Um, you can read it, you can study, you can, you know, at your leisure. But um, what I read from here, and it, and it says here, I'm reading the King James Version, guys, and it says, um, as he entered again into the synagogue, there was a man that was, which had a withered hand, and they watched him, whether he would kill him on the Sabbath day, that he might accuse him. And he said unto the man, which had withered hand, stand forth, and he said unto them, that it's lawful to do good on the Sabbath day or do evil or to save a life or to kill. So they tell you right there that because we were we were caught up uh, in, in the religion, in that custom during that time, they were so set on the Sabbath day that they actually, they didn't want you to do anything, okay? They didn't want you to do anything. Uh, okay, you, you can't do this on, on, on Sabbath day. You can't save a life on Saturday. Come on now. I mean, you, every opportunity to save a life, to me, that's a great a great attribution because reconciling a person or reconcile a soul back to Christ, to me, um, you should be able to step out of the norm to do that at any time, any given time. Um, and it says to uh, do evil or to, to kill or to do any type of activity. He said, but they held their peace. And they were talking about they were talking about the, the, the Pharisees, and when they looked around about him with anger, being grieved with the hardness of their hearts, he said unto the man, "Stretch forth thy hand and stretch it out." And the hand was restored as a whole as the other. All right, and the um, Pharisees went forth and straight away and took counsel and Herodians against them how they might destroy him. So just because you got to understand, as a vision carrier. As a vision carrier, uh, we have to learn how to step out the norm and challenge the tradition. Certain things that people will think, okay, this is supposed to go this way, this is supposed to go that way. But when Jesus took the time out to heal a man with a withered hand, that hand, okay, the number five, represents the fivefold ministry. And how we are handicapped. All right, we are handicapped. So it's not even just the fivefold ministry, man, but the whole body of Christ. This handicap. 
uh, because they were caught, they were they were trained. They were trained and thought, okay, this is a certain way we're supposed to do this now. It's a Saturday. You can't do this. So you can't, you mean to tell me you cannot witness to someone on, or you're in the midst of Sabbath day, you can't witness to no one. You mean to tell me on Sabbath day you can't lay your hands on, and, and it says when you lay on, lay the, your hands on the sick and that shall recover. And these are the things that, remember, Jesus was doing miracles. Now, if Jesus challenged the tradition, why can we not as believers, I didn't say leaders, but I said as believers, why can we not step up to the plate and challenge the tradition to band together to uh, to work together to get the the, uh, the cost of the homeless to get uh, 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 the transition homes for people that you know they have um, very different illnesses illnesses it can be a mental thing it could be emotional thing it could be alcohol it could be many of those things any type of addiction addiction is an addiction all right so we have these people that need need this stuff but they don't know how to reach out. Because they don't, they feel that they have to come to you at a, as a certain way, and it shouldn't have to be that way. Uh, uh, a vision carrier has to be transparent, which means that if a person comes to you, it has nothing to do with your office. But if a person, you said you have the love of Christ in you, they should be able to come to you and talk to you and say, hey, I need your help with this. How can you assist me with this? I need your help in this. How can you do this for me? What can I do to me? You said what they mean. The Bible said, what can I do? What must I do to be saved? What must I do to change my life around? What must I do to get out of the state that I am? What must I do to shift things in my life? What must what I do because I'm constantly struggling with alcohol? I'm struggling, I'm struggling um, dealing, um, dealing with sexual addiction. What is the problem? I need help. Mm-hmm. And see, because during that time of the Sabbath, they did not, they said, well, you know what, I, I mean, I help you right now. I help you after the Sabbath day. Right? I help you before the Sabbath day. You know? So people have got caught so caught up in the religious genre too, they're no earthly good. You know? Mm-hmm. So we have to be uh individuals that are transparent. Transparent because it's a greater task at hand. It's a greater responsibility at hand. Okay? Um, coming with that coming with that as carrying the vision, uh um, it's gonna come with birth and pain. All right? It's going to come with birth and pains whether we like it or not. If we look at the book of uh, Revelation chapter 12, it comes with a lot of birth and pain. It, it sometimes, it, you know, sometimes you have something that God is giving you to work on, but assignment that God to do, to do with people, to deal with people, to go into a, a, a reconciliation, to bring them back, to, to carry them, to bring them back on their, on their feet and stuff like that, um, to tackle the government and not allow the government to take advantage of the situation right now. Uh, we have the LBGT is on an all-time high, and this, guess what? They're banding together, but then yet the body of Christ is not banding together to get to get to get these assignments that need to be done. You know, and and, and it's it, and it's a shame. It's really a shame. Uh, uh, with that, when when they talking about um um in the Book of Revelation, when they talk about the woman, the woman that was giving birth, right? And she was giving birth, and as she was giving birth. Uh, and prior to that, she was in preparation. And one thing about uh, uh, preparation, um, when you're carrying a vision, it comes with suffering. It comes with uh, accusation. It comes with, you know, uh, wear and tear. It, 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 and sometimes it, 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 it actually um, spiritually really messes you up because of the fact you're not just carrying uh, uh, um, the, 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 the worries of the world on your shoulder. Because remember, Jesus carried that on his shoulder to the cross. 
But we as as working as vision carriers, and I didn't say the office, I didn't say the office that you're carrying in, I didn't say uh, we are all body, we all, it says that um, and we are one body but different members, which means we function differently. You know, yes, we have offices, we have calls, we have our callings, we have our accountability, because each, you know, we have different accountability, but we're still the body of Christ. So in order for a vision to really work together or for us to carry out a vision to get these things done, uh, uh, to get to build homeless shelters, to get the things, to uh, build transition houses for, um, we got what sexual predators that they're giving, uh, giving them a second chance at life because, you know, they, they you know, every, all have fallen short at one time. Everybody has fallen short at one time. Uh, um, people that are, they have HIV. Uh, they have um, they they had a rough life, but yet people turn their back on them or turn their eyes on them and stuff because oh well I I I can't mess with you because of this. No, it doesn't work like that. We all come we all come from the walks of life, different walks of life, and different forms of life. And as a vision carrier, we have to learn to be able to reach out. It doesn't matter what aspect, where they come from, what community they come from, what background they. It, it, none of that stuff really don't matter. Because we all come from the same bloodline, which is Jesus Christ. All right, um, the blood of Jesus Christ. So when they talk about the woman, um, they talk about the the woman um, that was going into labor. She was preparing. You're birthing. Any time that you birth um, a ministry or you birth something that God has given to you, you already know the enemy is already at your tail right now. And see what the enemy does. This is what he's doing with the church. He's killing and stealing and destroying. That's how come we can't function the way we need to function together to reach out. If we spend more time outreaching to people, we can get a lot of stuff accomplished. He said go and make disciples. And he also says in Mark 16 and 15 talks about, um, he says preach the gospel to all, right? Preach it to all. Educate them to all. So no one won't be exempt from it. No one will be gifted. We carry out the gospel because we already know tribulation coming is coming, guys. We already in our pre-tribulation time right now. And everything is going amok. The government is going out of control. Then you got people going pro-choice. Then you got people going um, doing abortion, dealing with abortion. Then you have people now doing playing two sides of the fence. What do you do as a vision carrier to go through that? What do you do? All right, anybody want to want to um go ahead and um bring it out? Anybody? Anybody can come to the table and and, and bring this out. What do we do? Anybody? Everybody is on, right? Correct. All right, go ahead, guys. The door is, the, the, the plot is open. Everybody's open. Anybody is free to speak. Go right ahead, guys. Go ahead. We're asked, what do we do as um, the Church of Jesus Christ? The, the, the scenarios that you gave and the, uh, on concerning the, what we are seeing in the earth today, I believe that scripture told us you know, what the last days would look like mm-hmm. and also the, uh, there will be, you know, even in the church, the body, there will be a great falling away and that the love mm-hmm. of many will wax cold. So we are right. seeing, we are seeing all of this play out 
in our, you know, at this present time. But mm-hmm. I believe that God has a remnant of people that yet have mm-hmm. the heart of God and the mind of God and the desire uh, that God put the zeal that he puts in our hearts to carry out the mandate that he has birthed on the inside of us. And uh, I was telling someone earlier before we started the broadcast about the generation, the gener- uh, that the body of Christ, that what we call the church, is multi-generational. And I believe right. it's through the outreach into each of these generations especially our younger generations, uh, what you may call the millenniums and the X's and the Y's and whatever you call them now. Uh, but I know God is interested in the generations. In every generation, there's to be an uh, impartation to advance the kingdom because if we stop where we are, if our generation stop uh, pouring out to the next generation, then eventually God's kingdom won't won't be advanced like it should be. And the number one thing that I think about when you talk about advancing God's kingdom, we look over in the book of Acts, how how Jesus started out with his disciples being an example of being showing them being a pattern for the for the New Testament church, being a pattern for bringing the kingdom of God on the earth. He showed us, he gave us, and the number one thing that really sticks out to me is that the anointing and the power of God that Jesus walked up under, that he uh, commissioned his apostles and disciples to receive that outpouring, that anointing, that power to uh, go into all the world, preach the gospel, make disciples of all men, you know. And, and when we make disciples, we're actually establishing and advancing the kingdom of God on the earth. Well, this disciple, you may just have two around your kitchen table, but you're discipling them into Christ, into the kingdom of God. And I've heard many have testified how one person ministered to one person, and that person became a Billy Graham or a T.D. Jakes or Joyce Myers or Marilyn Hickey or Benny Hinn, one person, but they through their, through the impact, reached so many. So we can't just look at numbers all the time. And we all know we like the numbers. We like the numbers. But two is a number. One is a number. So if, if we can reach those wherever we are assigned to reach, like you say, whether in the prison. I went to the prison ministry for three years ministering to the women there, and we had such a great outpouring. It was the Spirit of God that made the impact upon the the lives, many that were bound in sin, bound in deceit and criminal activity. They began to be saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and some rededicated their lives. And see, we were advancing the kingdom of God. If we reach one soul, two souls, 200 souls, a thousand, wherever God have graced us. And then, you know, and I think about how God have raised up ministries on a large scale that reaches millions of people. 
you know, and I, I hear them say, just partner with us. They are going to the outer edges of the world. I'm not going right now. So we can partner with one another. If we can partner with a, a TV program, or we can partner with a feeding program, or we can partner with some kind of youth outreach, then we are advancing the kingdom, even if we're not the spearhead. Right. But we are reaching. We are reaching the earth uh, together. Amen. We're building. Amen. We're better together. Amen. Amen. I'm gonna Amen. stop right there, but this is just the things that have, that was stirred in my heart. How the power of God, you know, it was the power of God that made the difference in my life. It was the power of God, the touch of the Holy Ghost that that inspired me to live for God, to be born again and live for God at a very, very young age. And so I know it's that same power, that outpouring. He said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And you mentioned just then that we are living in the midst of these last days. And so that outpouring is going to be a part of that kingdom building. That's the power behind the work. Amen. I'm going to stop right there and let someone come in, uh, Father. Amen. 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 If I may, uh, bless you, woman of God, for allowing uh, the bishop and I to be on this as elect lady prophetess. Jenny Abrams of the House of Restoration International Fellowship of Churches and Ministries. I just wanted to piggyback on what the both of you had said and just what I, I believe the Lord had dropped in my spirit to just share. Uh, the kingdom of God suffered violence, but the violence taken by force. And we talked about the fivefold. And I believe in order to advance the kingdom, especially as leaders, and as spearheads, we have to make sure that our heart and our motives and our character and integrity is right. Amen. Ain't nobody saying right now. Yes. And so in order for us to advance and to move forward, we have to make sure that we're not looking like the world. Because right now mm-hmm. the church and the world are looking like identical twins. And so Amen. if we're going to advance the kingdom, then we have to be kingdom. We have to look like the kingdom of God. We have to talk like the kingdom of God. We must live like Amen. the kingdom of God. In order to Ain't nobody saying nothing on this line. In order to advance the kingdom of God. And so how can we, um, the Bible said, when the righteous are in place, that's us. When the righteous are in place, the people will rejoice. So if God is first, has to shift us in place, and we have to be on one accord. What do you mean? Our motive and the intent of our hearts have to be right. We have to have the heart of the Father in order to advance things as the Father, as the Father would. And so right now, it's still too much of flesh on the inside of us. And God is saying we have to get away from religion. We have to get away from tradition in order to advance the kingdom. Because, see, religion and tradition will hold you captive. I know I'm not going to get a bunch of amens yeah. right here. Amen. So if, we advance, if we advance the kingdom, then we, we have to advance it with the kingdom thinking and the kingdom mindset. Because those that are coming out of bondage, if we're not careful, we're entangling them right back in it. Oh, God, I know I said something right there. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Oh, come on, Tommy. And so we will, 
we will put them back in there. So as leaders, the Bible says judgment started in the house of God. Well, judgment has already begun. And so as leaders, we have to now look at our hearts. We have to examine our hearts. God has given me something, a powerful nugget. nugget. Burn me out of me. And he gave me this on last year. It's about it's around June, July. Burn me out of me. And that's a daily prayer that we pray because as long as we are asking people to come into the kingdom and, and to become one in unity, we have to make sure that we're looking like God. And in that, they have to see the love of God. You know, like I think somebody said, it really isn't about the numbers because what can one do? Oh, God, then what can two thousand two do? You see what I'm saying? But we want right. to build people that that are, are like God and has the characteristics of God. Y'all ain't saying that on this line. And so, so in order to do that, we got to have the mind of Christ. See, we still have to shut the mouth of our mind up because our mind talks too much. Oh, God, I'm getting in trouble. Yeah. And so we have to, we, we have to, because our thinking is, uh, we still have thinking, thinking. What are you saying? We're still talking about the addicts and we're still talking about the gays and lesbians. We're talking about the problem. We're talking about the issue, but we're not walking in the solution. Ah, God. And so that is the love of God. covers the most of the two to sin. We don't accept what they do. Okay, but we love them through it because we love them through the heart of the Father and through the eyes of the Father. You see what I'm saying? He said, by thy loving kindness have I drawn thee, but they cannot be drawn to something that is still filthy. Oh, God, I feel the Holy Ghost on this line. And so he says, I'm coming back for a bride without a spot or wrinkle. We still got too many spots. And we still got too many wrinkles. And so as the remedy is being raised, he said, I'm looking for those with a clean hand and a pure heart. A clean hand and a pure heart. And what God was showing me when you all were speaking like a shovel. And he's taking his shovel and he's going to the root and the taproot of some things that is in our hearts that he has to dig up out. He has to pluck it out. He has to pull it out. He has to create a clean heart. So as we're building the kingdom and we're building one another, I can't build you with a wrong motive. I can't encourage you with kids this line. Because what happens if I start producing after my own kind, my flesh, and not producing after Christ, I know God said something right Amen. there. Amen. Amen. Right there. And so as we're advancing the kingdom, we have to say, okay, God, let it start within me first. We keep talking about revival, okay? But let what you're going to do start in me first, and then it can become a domino effect. Yeah. Do you understand right. what I'm saying? Right. You know, and That's so right. we're building, we have to make sure that we're building with a pure heart. And we have to have our weapons in hand, our weapons of love, our weapons of prayer, our weapons of intercession, our weapons of worship, our weapons of prayer. And so when we have the right, we can build together as we stay on one accord. When Nehemiah was building, said they all had the one mind. Amen. 
And so when we say, okay, because I believe what God is doing is he's marrying the ministries. Oh, did y'all catch that? Yes. He's Amen. The on, so we can become one. Yeah, right. So when yeah. I know that my sister has a need, I'm already in one accord with her. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. So it ain't about just my church. It's not about yeah. just my ministry. It's not just about my fellowship. But we're gonna come together so we can advance the kingdom of God and take it by violence. God had given me a, a, a vision. He said that the body of Christ, that's us, the king of us, we're getting ready to go into the enemy's camp and set up camp in his camp. No, I need somebody to catch right. that. I need somebody to catch that. So what are you saying, woman of God? I'm saying we don't have to wait on the enemy. We can go to his camp and set up and take the dominion and take our rightful authority in the kingdom. Because right, God has right. given us authority here. He has given we can't talk about authority and not walk in it. And so we have to be bold like never before in this hour. And we have to move in silence. And so what God is doing, he's causing the remnant to come together on the same mind, one accord. He said, look, I'm going to give you some strategic strategies. Oh, my God, today. Yes, yes, yes. In this hour, as you move by silence, come on. And so when we have the right sound, y'all ain't saying nothing right now. See, our sound is still toxic. And so he's trying to get a pure sound. So when the sound goes forward, they can become from the north, south, east, and west. Because they recognize a sound, a sound of deliverance, a sound of giving, a sound of love, a sound of war, a sound of victory. Ah, yeah, God, I felt the Holy Ghost right there. And so protecting those things in us now that concerns us. Ah, my God. I'm going to have to leave this alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just wanted to say that, how we have to start, it's almost like, we have to start over. My God, we have to restart. My We have to we have to go back because as we were going forth, we missed some things along the way. My Jesus Christ. Mm-mm. When a baby has milk, some babies got Similac, some got Infamil, some have to have soy milk. Different babies have to take different things to cause them to have the right nutrition in their body. And somewhere along the line, we, we, we didn't get the proper nutrition that we needed. So we got to go back, not as babies, but we got to come as humble as children before the Lord. To gain instructions in this hour. Oh, Amen. God, I heard Amen. the Holy Ghost right Amen. there. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. My God, my God. Amen. So I just wanted to share that. I just an input to just encourage us, but also to say, come on, you know, we got to look and see in this mirror because I still see something in my eye. And so I want to make sure I get this out of my eye so I can help my sister or I can help my brother as we advance the kingdom of God together. Amen. 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 Amen.
had a mouthful and everything that she says. I'm like, ooh, I didn't know. Oh, God help me. Yes, Lord, we need to be in agreement. We need to be a part of this thing together and be in unity. But like she said, we need to go back to our first love and to know that where we are in God, if we're if we are in a right place with God, if we have a prayer life, if we have a fasting life, if you have a life before God, then we can move on. But unless we get ourselves together, word, it was awesome. It was an awesome word, woman of God. Awesome. Amen. Amen. In uh, Genesis 11, 11, um, 1 through 9, when we're talking about the title of Bible, and the word babble itself, just if you look at the key word babble, that means it's a bunch of gibberish. So a bunch of gibberish, right. Um, and, and when they were um, in that time frame, they were doing their own thing, you know, and they were um, building the tower because they wanted to, to you know, finally uh, to reach up to heaven. But at the same time, and, you know, when God spoke to them, he said, no, one people one language, you know, and during that time, I believe the original language at the time was the Adamic language, uh, was, I think it was Midrashim, which was the language that originally, it was not Hebrew, it was not, uh, the Chadalian at the time, Hebrew or Chadalian, um, it was none of those languages, uh, n- none of them, not even Greek, it was not even that language. So the main, the major ones was, you know, uh, the Chaldean, the Hebrew, and the Greek. Those were the three major languages. But then they were broken, you know, in different languages, uh, depending on what area or what variances they were. So, and then, and that point, so when they were, when he got to the point, like, okay, y'all want to do what y'all want to do and stuff, y'all, you know, y'all doing because y'all want to do it, he decided to say, look, um, they started to scatter them. That that was for punishment because of disobedience, because they, they was not on one court. They wanted to do what they wanted to do. So uh, the, the word babble itself means gibberish. It also means the word scattered, and that's what happened through the house of God. And also the kingdom of God, there are, everyone is scattered, you know, instead of being on one accord, you know, and start listening to, okay, what is the need for this? What is the need for the community? What is the need for uh, what is at hand, you know? If we stop thinking about ourselves, you know, and think about what what is at hand, we can be more effective, you know, more effective, you know, effective in the kingdom. Um, evaluate ourselves first before we can move forth. Because as a vision carrier, we cannot be we cannot be contaminated as a vision carrier. Carrying that, you know, carrying that. Be willing to challenge the tradition. And I think what it is, um, guys, a lot of people are afraid to challenge the tradition. And that's how come we're constantly going to be in the state that we're in if we don't step up and challenge the tradition, you know, step up and challenge it. So, so you know, because, like I said, you got the government, you got the policies, you have all these things that's going on. But if we band together as the kingdom, we can challenge it. We can challenge it. And a lot of these policies can be rewritten over again because, guess what, we're banding together as one. Not just multiple things, but like you said, band together as one. Um, carrying out, uh, birthing this out, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a challenge to birth a, a, a vision. It's, it's a challenge to carry these things, you know. And it was a challenge. Think about it. Even the book of Joshua. In the book of Joshua, 
It was a challenge for him to take up the mantle of Moses. It was a challenge. Yeah. It was a challenge, but he didn't step back from that challenge. He challenged the tradition. He said, I may not run, I may not do it like Moses, but I'm going to do it the way God showed me to do it. And that's the way we have to do it. We have to do it the way he do it. We're not doing it what men say. But we got to be led by the Holy Spirit to, to move forward on that. Amen? All right. Anybody else they want to, you know, bring it, you know, bring your scriptures on tonight? Talk on. You want to bring your scriptures out first? I want to uh to talk to do the discussion. Well, when it was talking about the 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 the, the towel of Babel, right? It was talking about. He said, "Now I have to confound them, otherwise they mm-hmm. would get enough wisdom to touch God." Mm-hmm. You know, um, so. We have to have the wisdom and the understanding. That's why the Bible talks about wisdom is the principal thing. It's the first thing. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. as the people of God, we have to have wisdom um, mm-hmm. to come in, to go out. And it's hard to reach people when they're hungry. So you have to be mindful of feeding feeding the hungry um, spiritually and physically. So right. you can preach to me and preach to me and preach to me, but if I'm hungry, I'm physically hungry. Um, sometimes the enemy, they 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 don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear that. They're hungry. They're hungry. They're lost. They're confused. Um, and, and stuff like that. So as a people, we need to be able to be mindful of the hungry. Not the ones that's running around and hiding more food stamps and changing your clothes to go to another line to get more food, but the real people that are hungry. And then he talks about the those that are thirsting, so you have to thirst after God. Some people mm-hmm. will run away from churches because they've been hurt, they've been abused. Look at the Catholic Church, the abuse of, of, of a lot of those young men. Um, we all have issues that we're going through, that they're going through, but we have to meet their needs in every area, not just the um, the, the food, but the heart, the, their job situation, the family situation, people who've been in prison for years and come out and then they don't, all they know is prison, so that's where they've been. They have that prison, men, you know, men's site. So there's a lot of things that we have to talk about as far as building the kingdom. Again, what it might work for your church might not work for another church. So we have to just find where we belong within the body of Christ and build that where God has called you to do. We say That's why it says, I mean, the foot can't tell the hand, I don't need you. So we all need, need each other. But the one principle is that to build ministry, build church, build, you know, build uh, for the kingdom of God, no matter wherever you are, what state you're in, what job description you're in, is to building um, the kingdom first um, and stuff like that. So I, I believe that as well as a leader, you know. Okay. All right. Anybody would like to ask one part to you? Telephone number. Let me see if I can catch it. All right. Eight five zero eight two six five two four three. 
All right, that's calling from Crestview, Florida. All right, anyone like to say anything? Um, would like to add to that? That's 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 a prophetess. All right, can you hear me? All right, Bishop Abrams, are you there? Yes, I'm still here. All right. All right. Well, that, that's, that, that, that's my that's my wife's number. Okay, that's your number, and you have another number. Uh, uh, nine on, that's your number, the nine on one number. Uh, okay. Correct. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So All right. Can you hear? Uh, yes. All right. Okay. So, uh, Richard, what would you like to to expand on or? Um, want to open up the um, offer the platform onto that in reference to um, the vision carrier, building the vision, how it affects the city at large. Well, well, well here, here's, here's the, the thing in a nutshell. As God has given us the fivefold ministry, you know, and we operate in those respective uh, assignments, uh, we have to understand that the way that we operate in our own perspective, um, how should I say, in our own perspective uh, 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 gifts, it's just like what the woman of God said that, uh, by being, you know, what may work for us may not work for them. You know what I'm saying? So I might have a, I might have a, 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 a homeless ministry and you might have a, you might have a, a, a soup kitchen and I might want to do a soup kitchen and vice versa. And those things may not work, but the, the one true vision here, uh, for us being visionary, the main number one thing is winning souls. Winning souls. That's it. That, 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 that is the number. For, uh, to be a visionary, you have to have a vision for the lost. Yes. That's you have true. to have a vision because if you don't have a vision, because God said my greatest desire is that no man perishes. Yes. So you can have all these ministries, you can have all these great things, you could be doing good things, but not godly things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, so in 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 being visionary, remember here's here's what we we fail to realize: advancing, building, and advancing the kingdom of God is is is, is winning souls. Yes. Right. That's it. It's not it's not it's not a homeless ministry. It's not a you know, it's, it's not a going into the prisons. It's not a soup kitchen. It's none of that. It's winning souls. That's why he yeah. he said that we're supposed to go to the hedges and the highways and the byways and bend and come. Now, the ministry, as we, I'm going to back up a little bit, it said, let your light so shine before men, right? Yeah. So that they may see your what? Your good works. Good work. See? So your light has to shine first before you start doing ministry. See, because you could be doing ministry and not winning no souls. Yes, yes. Because you have a lot of churches today, week after week, month after month, year after year, 
and nobody's coming and giving their life to Christ. Yes. See, here's, here's, here's the crazy stuff, and, and, and I have to say this like this. That's true. Now, we're always so quick to talk about the Jehovah's Witnesses, the Mormons, the black Hebrewites, the, the Jews, the, all these other offshoot religions. But guess what? They, they have some of the best evangelistic teams on the face of the earth. That's right. That's right. That's right. While we're, while we're so concentrated and busy doing programs, yeah. building ministries, right, building churches, yeah. they out there pounding the pavement, winning souls. Yeah. So, so, to, so my idea of being a visionary is we go back, like, like my wife said, we go back to the beginning. What's the beginning? Teach folks how to witness. Yes. Teach folks how to fish. Because mm-hmm. once we teach, see, I'm not going to build a ministry that I don't have the people for. Mm-hmm. I like that. See, because when you do that, all you're doing is trying to be like the Kardashians. Yes. See, you, you, because here's, and I have to say this because God put this on my heart, and this is nothing. See, folks are so, folks is wet, ready to follow Cayenne West, but they ain't ready to follow God. Yes, 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 yes. Folks is debating about whether he's going to accept Christ or not, and he's, He's pulling millions and millions of people, but is that God? Yes, See, right. we're so quick to follow what man say, but God, but God, when God said to 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 go out there, make this go throughout the uh, nation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Then He said, "Teach them all that I have commanded you." Preaching is okay, y'all. I, I tell people this all the time. Preaching is okay, but if you do not teach them how to fish, you could have a whole bunch of people in your church, and here we go back to the numbers again. You could have a whole bunch of people in your congregation, your ministry, whatever, but you only got two or three people that's actually doing the work. Yes, yes, yes. So for us to be visionaries, and you touched on this thing about the millennials and the people. Let me tell you something. Religion has uh, religion has 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 killed a whole bunch of churches from moving forward. Yes. And what do you mean by that, Bishop? Because because we we don't. Let me tell you something. When we were coming up, you know, and I tell people we all had our time. You know, they didn't want to listen to rock and roll. I know that when Aretha Franklin and all them, and we was listening to that kind of stuff. Our parents was telling us that's the devil's music. You feel what I'm saying? So now we're saying the same thing to these kids that are coming up. But guess what? Why you think they leaving? Because religion. Yes. yes. They're leaving because we don't allow them to work. See, that's the see that's the you got to go to the root cause of the problem. We can have all these grandiose ideas, but if you don't go back to the root of the problem and see where it is then all your efforts is like having holes in your pocket because you're going to fill them up. But the moment you walk away, everything that you put inside your pocket is going to be gone. So we have to, this is, we have to, the Bible says, uh, get, you know, 
write the vision down, right? Make it plain so whoever reads it, they can run with it. See, the, see we we so busy with vision about building building ministry, building the, the building the 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 how could I say it? the inanimate things when we're supposed to be building the people. See, and that, see, that's where we've all see, and that's where we've all gone wrong. I've been saying this stuff for the last decade, and, and then my sister tell you that folks have ostracized and called me a heretic and all these things because while they were so busy worried about convocations and ordinations and conferences and seminars, I'm standing back and saying, when are we going to go into the community and let the people uh, uh, know that here we are for them? When you got the Salvation Army, you got American Red Cross, you got March of Dimes, you got all these these not remember they're Catholic charities that do more in terms of in, in terms of helping our look at our folk. People, yeah, oh yeah. You know, if you if you ever next time you see a Salvation Army uh, band, read what it say on that bus. That bus said, we're doing more for your community. Wow. And we got churches on every, we, we become like drug dealers. We got churches on every, I was walking today, and I'm telling you, I must have counted about 10 churches right next door to each other in my 10-mile in my, uh, walk. What? Wow. Mm-hmm. But yet, and still, our communities are, 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 are they hunt people hungry? People, you know, people, see, we gotta remember this, our communities are not poor, so let's get that straight. We, black communities are not poor. What do you mean, Bishop? Because every race of nation coming into the black community getting rich. So how are we poor? It's just that we don't, we as black people, Black Christians, and, and I told my wife, I'm writing a book now. It's called uh, it's called Christian Crime. Christian Crime leads to Christian criminal. There's so much Christian crime going on yes. that even when we do, if we go to a meeting right now, I don't care what ministry or whatever, if it's not your own, if you're trying to partner up with other people, the first thing they want to know because they're they may be larger than you, they want to run it. Yeah. 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 See? So sometimes sometimes like my wife was saying, we gotta move in silence. Mm -hmm. We gotta be like ninjas. Mm -hmm. Spiritual ninjas. Oh, I like that. Because God said what you do in secret, he'll reward you openly. My God. So so now with the ties and things is changing, we have to come up with different methodologies. To address the same the same problem that has been that has been uh, 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 derailing the church for the last fifty years. Yes, yes, yes. We still talking about and, I, and I'm just using these names. We still talking about the Benny Hens and the T.D. Jakes and the Marilyn Hickey's and the Kenneth. Them, them people are almost out of here. Yes. What about what about the what about the eighteen and nineteen year olds that's listening to Lecrae? 
that's listening to Bizzo, that's listening to all them other rappers and spoken word, and we so prideful, we don't want none of that stuff in our church. And wonder why the why the, wonder why the young people are sitting in the pews and in the seats on their phones. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because because we because that's the root. Remember, Jesus told us. He said that. Listen. He said that we are what a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. He said he said that I'm going to be your inheritance. So we're so busy worried about what we're going to give our kids. Yeah, the only legacy we should be leaving our kids is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. See, we want to give our kids all of this stuff and all of this, but if you don't give them Christ, you you can give them everything you want, but if you do not give them Jesus Christ, you are still miss the mark. Don't miss the mark. That's right. That's right. That's right. And, so, and, 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 so, and so going back to the very – Root about building and advancing the kingdom of God, we have to seriously get. That's why the Bible tells us to get with like-minded people. Come on, like-minded. Like-minded. It don't matter because you're a Baptist or you're a Methodist or you're a Presbyterian or all of that because the Bible says He's only coming back for one church. That's right. He ain't coming. He ain't coming back for your denomination. So if I'm like-minded and I have the same goals because iron sharpens iron, y'all, we be we be missing, we be we be preaching it, we be teaching it, but we still miss it. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Because because we don't apply it in our own lives, we always want to push it forward to other folks. But when God gives you revelation and vision, it comes to you first. My God. Amen. So, with that being said, you know, and one of and one of the issues that we're facing today in the body of Christ is women in ministry. See, that, that's still an issue, even though it may not seem like it's an issue, but it is an issue. Oh, it's an issue. You know, the, the the Bible says there's no what, there's no Jew, there's no Greek, there's no bond, there's no free. There's no male, no female, and what? Christ Jesus. See, see, we, we, we got all these people that got all these titles, but they don't even know their name. My God, Jesus. See, when we, stop, when we stop worrying about being an apostle or being a bishop or archbishop, senior, this, and just be a servant of God. Because Jesus said the greatest among you is those who serve. Jesus. See? And so because of that, let me let, let, let me say this, and, and, and I know it's women on the line, but I have to say this, not because it's, it's women or women of God on the line, but don't you know that when Jesus, this is what, you got to understand this, I, me, myself, I had a problem with it until Jesus revealed himself to me. In his word. Come on. Through revelation. Mm-hmm. See? Don't you know that when Jesus was crucified and he was hanging on the cross, and when they took him down and put him in the tomb, and they said on the third day when he rose, he, who did he reveal himself to? A woman. It, it was a woman. It wasn't Peter. It wasn't James. It wasn't even John the Beloved. 
Mm-hmm. See, we got to understand that God has strategically positioned women in ministry so that it's like a it's like a structure. It's like a it's like when you build in certain structures, you need other st- stuff to support the structure so it won't fall down. See, y'all didn't y'all missed that right here. See, 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 because because see what and, and that's what re, and see that's because of religion. See, religion has held us captive. Religion has held us in bondage to traditions, and it held us in shackles through rituals. See, and so because the majority of the body of Christ, and I can tell you. Church of God in Christ, Church of God. I can go through those denominations that are heavily refused, and see. And see, you can't tell me if you don't if you don't allow God to be God, and you try to take the place of God. It may look to other people like y'all the biggest thing since a snicker bar, but in the spirit you weak. My God. And see, the devil, see, understand, the devil wants to keep us at each other. I call it being busy, being under Satan's yoke, B-U-S-Y. See, a lot of us are there because we, we, we refuse, we refuse to take God at his word. Look at what happened to the children of Israel. And these were people who God revealed himself to. Remember, God has never revealed himself to us. That's right. That's right. See, he never, re- he, and, and they did, and God did what? He divorced them because of what? Because of their constant disobedience. My God. And as long as we stay in our disobedience, see, see that's how the devil's deception. The devil got us believing that we are, we doing okay. Right. He, he, what did he say? He said that since you want to do that, I'm going to turn you over to your own reprobate mind. And let you can, he said, God said, I'm going to send a delusion right into the, why you think, listen to this, isn't it funny that folks are walking in churches and killing folks? Yes, yes, yes. That's because, that, that's because God is already judging his people. Yes, yes. God is already judging us, y'all. And the longer we continue to stay divided, mm-hmm. he's going to continue to weed out the what? The weed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Folks don't want to hear that, but it's the truth. He did it to the children of Israel, didn't he? Kill, he let them go for 40 years and killed out all of them other folks, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And so we have to understand that now the time that we live in, it's very, it's very crucial because we in a brand new decade. Yes. We in a brand new, uh, like yesterday was called a palindrum, right? Yeah. Which only yeah. happened 900 years, right? Yeah. 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 That's right. And so we're living in a time where God has shown himself to what? Signs and wonders. Signs and wonders. <laughs> and, and people keep, keep thinking that because you speak in a tongue, that that's the sign and wonder that God is trying to get to you. No, sir, no man. That's not it. The Bible says that God, that he would rather for us to what? Prophesy than speak in tongues. Yes. Because prophesying does what? Edify the body. Yes. Body of Christ. 
So, so, so now we need we need to start edifying one another and stop criticizing each other. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm done with that one. Don't stop. Don't stop now. Oh, let it let it rip. <laughs> we say lock and load and pull the trigger. Right? Yes, we do. Um, any um anyone else? Anyone anyone else? Anyone else? You know, we are, um, at, at this season, we, we have to be able to uh, step up to the challenge. And, and, the, and the key, the question is, are we ready to step up to that challenge? Because some people shy away from that, you know, be, like you said, because of the religious genre. They, they shy away from, from those things because they try to fit in, uh, fit in um, as opposed to sticking out and, and, and be able to challenge Um so and that's that's uh, I'm not sure what I I know other people may be you know caught up in that but I rather to be daring to be different and, and and be able to set an example and be able to to uh to use the tactics because there's so many uh battle tactics that we can use to take back the souls you know and we can do it but we can do it together and that's the key is doing it together. Um, and Amen. if we can do it together as a team, um, it doesn't matter what kind of uh, mastery of weaponry you have. And um, everybody on this line, everybody that is in this room, have a different type of weaponry because we're different weaponry, but it's all all the same thing. But it's a different way of doing it, a different way of using that weaponry to to gain the souls back to Christ. And if we um, focus on that, like you said, focus on that and, and be able to work together as a team and as a unit. You know, just like uh, on drumline, it says one band, one sound, right? One band, one sound. If everybody is on, have that on, mm-hmm. on that same mindset and, and constantly on one accord with that, I mean, we can we can win back. We can win back so many people that people have ran away and got so disgusted to the point that they say, you know what, I, I, I really feel like, you know, it's not worth my time or I feel like that, uh, you know, if I step back into uh, going back into uh, uh, 
uh, with a relationship with God, am I willing to, to be able to stand and fight? You know what I mean? Who said that it was going to be easy? It's not going to be easier. Easy, you know. And yeah, I think a lot of times, you know, when people reach out to people, they oh, you know, things are going to be different, and you're going to do this, and you're going to advance. I mean, but do they really understand it comes with persecution and suffering? It comes along with it. That's what makes us stronger, you know. But they don't tell them that. Right. The old church had power. The old, the old church, the, the old church mm-hmm. that my grandmother and my mother came out of, they had power. They had prayer night. They had fasting time. They fellowship one other, and they had power. But the majority of this this church of this age of this time, they don't, they're not equipped with the power. That the holy that the earlier church had. Right. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And if they don't, and, that's and because this is a hypocritical generation we're living in. Hypocritical. You know right. And, and if we had that, that's the thing is, I know one time I think I went, went to a conference called Back to the Basics, and that whole mm-hmm. thing was about the power of the church from the beginning, that they could mm-hmm. cast out devils, they could commune with each other. They could, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do great exploits in God because they had power. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing about power is it's like a, it's like a one stick of dynamite. That one stick of dynamite, when it explodes, it, it re, recreates itself. It says, pow, 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 because there was a power. There was intrinsic power that ignited people. God, but this hypocritical church, as he just said, it has no power. It has no lots power. Of music, it has lots of music, lots of dancing, lots of you know whatever. But they have no power. They have no intrinsic power that comes direct mm-hmm. from God. And with that power, mm-hmm. without that kind of power, then that's when they don't have any. Um, they don't really go into witnessing. They don't do a lot of things because there's no power behind it, you know. But when Mm -hmm. you have power, you can create, you can make, you can do, you can change the atmosphere, you can do those things. But because the old church, that power is no longer existing in most churches today. Now, I can't say all churches. Right, most churches. Yeah, but, but a lot of them don't have that power. They have a shake, they have a plants, they have a, a healing line. You go get your healing. You never come to church again. They have. They don't have that power to. to they have a form it. of godliness. Yeah, they have a form of godliness, but not God themselves. So, mm-hmm. how do we build or create leaders or leaderships that have that that power to do those things that God wants us to do? And we do them. I understand one day at a time. But as a church, Amen. we need to go back to basics, you know, mm-hmm. um, love, Bible, fasting, prayer. Uh, some churches don't even have prayer nights. Some churches don't mm-hmm. have, you know what I'm saying, they don't, they don't do these things. So if they don't have the basics, how can they have that power? You know, I know I was studying. They the can't. They can't. Yeah, they don't have. They, they can't. They can't. It's impossible. You got to remember. You have to remember what the devil said to God way back in the day. 
he said that I will get your very elect mm-hmm. to follow me. Yeah. Right? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so most people don't understand that just because you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior don't make you elect. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. And and people say, well, what do you mean? They said, because just look up what the word means. Elect means to choose. That's why he says many are called, few are chosen. But the thing about that is it starts from it, it, it starts from the head, right? So if you start mm-hmm. teaching, and, you, and, and here's the thing, you're not going to have a big church, see? Yeah. When, you, when you start from the basics, when you start from the very basics, when you start off with the, you know, the, 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 the Bible study and the prayers uh, uh, meetings and when you start off uh, making your leaders accountable, you know, when you start uh, uh, giving them ultimate, because let me tell you something. In the Jehovah's Witness Church, you cannot be called a minister unless you do several things. The first thing is you have to be out there knocking on doors, knocking doors. right? And you have to go out there with a senior minister who will monitor you, and it takes one whole year. We're so quick to throw people in ministry because of their gifts, not testing them or trying them. The Bible tells us, it says, first of all, see if they are of God. See if they are God. That's That's the first thing the Bible says. See if they are of God. Then once you you see that, then it says, now you try the spirits by the Holy Spirit. See? And we don't do that. We we get so overjoyed because... We got a, somebody a talented, whether they can sing, worship, dance, preach, or whatever, and, and, and we and we just skip over the steps. See, we skip over the steps, and all these in all these um, offshoot religion, Christian religions or non-Christian religions, then one thing that they have that they understand because the devil has pounded it into them is evangelism. Every one of these, whether it be Jehovah's Witnesses, whether it be Mormons, whether it be black Hebrewites, whether it be a Messianic Jews, everybody is doing evangelism except for the body of Christ. But our excuse, you know what our excuse is? Here's our excuse. Well, they don't have the truth. It don't matter if they got the truth or not. The point is they out there in the streets. Even with the nation of Islam, even in cold winters, snow and ice, they still be out there. My God. But where are we at? We got so many excuses that we can, you know, it's just like, go ahead, don't even. But then when it comes time for us to, you know, if you tell them that we're going to do a, a banquet or a conference or this and that, you can't stop folks from coming. See, they want they they want to they want the power, to, but they don't want to pay for it. It costs to be the boss. Yeah. Yeah. And see, and, and see, once again, we have to start all. Of, I'd rather start fresh from scratch with just one person than come into a situation where I, that's why you can't give me a church, which with members and stuff all in there, because 
because I be done fired the whole board, the whole staff. I be done fired everybody. Seriously, because I know that they not going, because I already know I'm going to get folks bucking against the system. I already know because they're so used to, because, you know, when you, it's like with the, it's just like, let's take this, the government. The only way for us to have a better government is we have to start from scratch. But we know that's not going to happen. Same thing when you go into a church and you inherit a church. And you and you you hear it from God, but when you try to implement that, you're going to get buckers who've been there so long and whatever. They not going they not they they not going want to do that. Yeah. See, they're not. So that's why. See, the solution, the solution for me is, we have to, like you said, go back to basics. And the basic is starting with the power of one. That's self. And build from there, because God said He gonna He gonna bring the people to you. If we if we continue to fast and pray and worship God in this time, because now's the time. Right now, right now, the time we're living in. This is time when there are, there's a small and, and and I know we like to say the remnant, but I have to I, I have to kind of I have to kind of uh, uh, just tweak that a little bit because understand that. Who are the remnant? T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, all of those folks are the remnant. The Bible says that out of the remnant, I shall raise prophets to go where I say go, to do what I say do, and to say what I say, thus the Lord. Why Why he saying that? Because he's given these cats a chance already, and look what they've done. They've done the same thing as the children of Israel. They've done their own thing. That's why in the last days he's going to, they're going to say, Lord, didn't I prophesy your name? Didn't I do this in your name? did I heal? Then he's going to say, huh, who, who are you? Who are you? I, I don't know you. Get away from me, you sons of uh, iniquity, you sons of lawlessness. See? Because those were the remnant that did that. He gave the remnant a chance. That's why now he's pulling us out of there. He's pulling the ones that, that are ready to die. So you got to be ready to die. That's what, what that's what I'm saying. That's what dying is. That, that's why he said, what did he say? Deny yourself first, right? So that's dying. Paul said that we have to die, what, daily, right? He said, then pick up the cross. See, folks want to pick up the cross and run with it, but you're still all nasty and dirty and in everything inside. You still got too much flesh in you. And that's what's happening. We see in all these cardinal churches. Yeah, do are they mega churches or they got a lot of people? Sure they do. Because people can go and they can still be in their sin and still get their tithes and offering and think they okay. But it's it's the ones who, who refuse to compromise the Bible says, will a man what? Compromise his integrity for a piece of bread. Let me tell you something. He didn't even say a loaf. He didn't even say a slice. He said a piece. Yeah. And we got so many people that are compromising. Why? For fame, fortune, names and life, book dealing, signing, people tra- traveling all over the world, 
saying that they done, they done went to a, a, a conference that had 30,000 people, 100,000 people, well, ain't nobody getting saved. It say, what profit a man to what? Gain the whole world and lose his own soul. What can a man profit for his own soul? Not a thing. And that's what's going on. We we so busy we so busy uh, 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 trying to. And, and you see what's going on today. And, and I'm, I'm just I'm just saying it's not to say, but everybody is chasing titles. You know, I remember one time you folks used to be called what reverends. You know, then pastors, right? Then doctors, right? You know, then bishops. Everybody was a bishop. Then the archbishop. Now folks say, well, let me go ahead and be an apostle now. I, I done went to so many uh, uh, apostle affirmations, it's, it's ridiculous. And, and, I'm not, and see, you've got to understand what I'm saying. The Bible says, and he made some. So everywhere you go, you shouldn't be, everybody should be an apostle. Because if everybody's an apostle, where's, where's the evidence of, you, of your apostolic uh, affirmation? Where's the evidence? See, remember, when, when, when God gives you these elevations, there has to be evidence. We ain't talking about man's evidence. We're talking about spiritual evidence. That means that when people come and you and you 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 be you able to cast some devils out. You able to heal the sick. You able to raise the dead. What? Come on. Like you were just saying, the old the the, the old church they had that kind of power. How do I know? We could all go back to what? Azusa Street. We ain't seen nothing like that happen since then, have we? Oh God. So, and, and, and it's just, it just, we just have to, we just have to scratch it and start from scratch. Amen. Amen. I'm gonna have all the prophet Holloman um speak. One moment. Good evening, everyone. Uh, it is uh, very important. That was very. Uh, Encouraging words you just spoke, uh, Bishop. Uh, understanding though that uh, you know you're saying about titles, we have to understand that we can't be judgmental at all. We have to understand that you know in the times we are in, we are supposed to encourage one another, but also influence also the mother and the father in the household, not just in church, not just uh, banquets and going out, but think about a lot of the kids and, and, and the murders, what's going on. They're going into uh, gangs and all what's being taking place now. Why? The God is in the home. Uh, the word is not in the home, not just in church. They can go to church on Sunday or, or, or what is it, seven-day events. Yes, Saturday and Sunday, but what about throughout the week? The mother and the father sitting down at the table with their children and, and, and expanding on the word of God. Not just on Saturday and Sunday, but every day applying it. Just a little time. Because what it is now today is that they're 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 seeing it in the music and, and um the rap music and trying to be who 
uh, you know, the, the, the young men that are in jail now. And they are mm-hmm. applying it to their own life, to their own life. And that's why the guidance is not there. If if the word of God is not in the home, you can't, you know, they're not going to find it in church because if they if if it's implied applied in home from the mother and the father, uh, while they are growing up at, to be young men and young ladies, and it has to be applied because that's why we have a lot of the the the, the death and uh, killing one another. Because why? Because there is no training. God said you must train. A child, where they must go, how they must grow, the guidance. If that's not in there, and, and we must teach them not to be judgmental. We all are human. We all have faults. We all have lows and highs. But we must understand that what guidance we must guide, not just in the church house or going out, but also talking to the mothers and the fathers and saying, you know what, y'all have to band together as one, apply the word of God now more than ever. And, and be able to share that with your children and let them know, hey, those streets ain't going to be there. You know, that's not for you. That's not where you need to be. You need to be in the home in the and applying that in the home. Because, you know, on TV there's a lot of shows and everything that can get their mind all discombobulated. But understanding that, you know, if they are able to share the word with their children at night or, or being able to pray. A lot of children are not today are not even, they don't even know how to pray. Why? Because the mother and the father has to has to implement that. For so you go to sleep, okay, pray. But pray together. Get on your knees and just pray together and also go into the word together. You can't do it when they get up and up in age. They gotta wanna do it and it has to be implemented. So once it's implemented, they'll know how to, okay, you know, because the times we are in now, like with Kobe Bryant and a lot of things. God knew that was going to happen, but we have to, there's a lot of individuals that are being in fear of the times that we are in. We have to understand that, hey, the government things that are going on, okay, this is God's, all this is in God's plan. It's being fulfilled. So if we are not being in fear and say, okay, we got to band together now more than ever because, okay, this is going on with the government. This is going on with the finances all over. This is going on with the veterans. Uh, They're trying to cut off things for them, and they gave their lives. To, to, to protect and fight for all of us, but this is God's doing, God, and we must not be judgmental, but we have to understand that we have to speak to the mothers and the fathers, speak to them more, and get more into them expanding on the word also in their home, not particularly just in the in the uh, church house, but also in the home, because when it's in the home and it's a structure part in the home, then they can take a little of that and, and, and we can preach it talking to them and say, you know what, you can take this wherever you go. You know, you see someone out there that, that is lacking anything, you give it to them. But it has to be not just in the church house, but it has to be also at home because that's what we have now. Uh, the, the, the children are going out killing one another, like in Miami. They're killing one another. Why? Because they're in games. Why? Crips and Bloods. That was way in uh, Los Angeles a long time ago, but they brought it down here. But these children are getting into things they don't know nothing about and losing their lives because of why? Because of the guidance and the structure in the home is not there. And they're finding the love in the, the violence, the gun violence. They say put the guns down, but I say apply the word of God in the household. And then once you apply the word of God in the household, 
that's where you're going to see change, not just in the church house, because you can go Saturday and Sunday, seven day events, and also on Sunday. But what about Monday through Friday? What you going to What you going to do then? You can't just for, for Sunday and Saturday is fine, but you need throughout the week and applying that in the household. And once that is applied, you you can see a lot of changes. It's not just about Saturday and Sunday, and it's about encouraging about the Word of God. Yes. But it's encouraging about the, the mother and the father to band together and encourage the children about God more and more, implement it. And, and because a lot of kids today, they, they, you know, some of them are not in fear and some are. But understanding the things that are going on now that, you know, we ain't got forever in the times that we are in now. And it's, explaining that to you, to your children is important now than ever because we ain't here forever because these things that are coming to happening now is in the word and if we are able to implement what's going on now, it's in the word and apply that in the home, you know, they, they can be more enlightened but understanding not to be in fear about anything that's going on that we must be ready whenever the time comes. And that understanding that, you know what, we ain't got forever. We can be lay down at night and Tomorrow we, we we going to heaven, you know we we gone we just you know so we just got to be thankful for for you know for life but also we have to implement the word of God and the other things that don't matter the going out and, and drinking and stuff that is not important going out dancing and stuff the household is important and teaching the children teaching the the grandchildren and and you know. Like materials of things and taking them out places. That that's that ain't that ain't nothing that's gonna uh that that's gonna get them somewhere in life. But it is applying the word of God in the household and 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 more structure. It, because of a, every household has structures structure in the household and uh a little strictness in the household. Not too much to go get aggressive, but applying that in the household. You you can see change and and you know, but it has to, we have to understand that because we, the the mother and the father it starts with them like you said the head the head is is who is God and also the husband is the head the husband is the the head and the wife is the helpmate so if they're in the, if they're in a home together this is all homes all over. The, the U.S. and U.S. and civilizations all over. He is supposed to uh, uh, guide and, and, and with the help of God, guide and uh, structure with the help of his wife and, and keep the family whole and that's one. So if that, and, and he must be able to, to go into the word of God with his family and apply that and not put TV, games or whatever, NBA, NFL, the, the word get that get us thrown off by these particular things to get us, you know, all, off the importance. But we got to understand and get it in our mind that, you know what, the times we are in now, people are dying off because of lack of knowledge of God and and uh, of his works and, and of the times that we are in now. But if, if we are able to, okay, you know what, I got I to gotta do this with my family. I got to start now before it's too late. Not being fair. A lot of people, when Kobe Bryant passed away, they, a lot of people wanted to change their ways. But it's you know this can this can happen to any one of us 
driving on the bus anywhere today. But we have to understand that, you know, start now before it's too late. You know, everything going in the government, everything's going to happen, it's in a word. But if we if we enlighten ourselves on the word, and also not just in church, but also at home, speaking to mothers and fathers, grandfathers, uh, uh, grandmothers, and, and speaking into them, we can, it, it will be changed, but it'll be slow change, but it can happen if we are willing to do these things. And we'll see a lot of change, and it'll make us feel better inside of ourselves that we can, okay, you know what, and we will see change if we're able to go and do it and not and put everything else on the back burner. God said, deny self and follow me and, and take your cross and follow me. So that means denying self and, you know what, speaking into these mothers and fathers, the, the grandparents, because a, a lot of the, if, if we think about it, a lot of the the addicts and the, the uh, alcoholics, why are they out of alcoholics? The guidance and the lack of knowledge of God. Because if they are guided up and rooted up in the right direction, in the right with the right guidance, they, they there's no they'll fall off a little bit, but they'll know. You know what? I know I know what my upbringing is, but we have that has to be applied. If it's not applied, the children go on on their own way, and and at times it's, it's too late. Like a lot of the we have a lot of men and a black man going to jail, in and out of jail for what? The guidance is not there, and it shouldn't take when they go to jail for them to understand. But without that guidance, bring upbringing. That's that's what. But we have to understand that you know what we still don't turn that back, turn our back on them, because when we turn our back on them, they they okay, they they continue to do what they've been doing because you have fast money or whatever. But is it worth your life? Because once your life gone, that's it. You under you six feet under, and you ain't above ground anymore. Even though you got the record or, or things going on, you're still alive. And also the women. A lot of women today, there are escorts and doing this and doing that. But where's that, that, that motherly love or that father that was there to, to uh, structure that young lady or that young man in the right direction? And without that, the world has fallen off from that. You can't – us all as parents – must understand that, okay, we, okay, we doing this and we doing that, but we have to, you know what, preach to our own children, encourage our own children and speak to, you know, the, the grandchildren, speaking to them, you know, because we have to, that is very important today, you know, because a lot of things in this world is happening, is, is meant to happen, is supposed to happen, and it's God's word being fulfilled, but we need all to be able to do that because you know, a lot of churches, they go to church on Saturday and Sunday, but throughout the week. Man, why are we coming here? Why are we coming here? We ain't been coming here. You know, some some parents, some parents they like to go on Sunday, uh, like for first Sunday for, you know, communion. Not just on first Sunday, but every Sunday, but throughout the week as well. But having church also in the house, you know, going, you know, just picking up the word, you know, singing a song together. Uh, praying together, getting on knees, and you know if that is being if that's done, changes can happen, and things will happen because of the kids today they're finding love and games, uh, uh, older men, older women, and, and it's it's turning out, you know, you know, a lot of bad things are are happening 
when that happens. But we have to understand, you know, we can't allow these children to learn from the streets because when they learn from the streets, they they grow accustomed to that way of life. And when they grow accustomed, a lot of times you can't bring them out of it. But if we we are able to, like we said, band together, not just preaching to the, the older folk, but also speaking to the young kids, young children. You know, if you're speaking to them, a lot, a lot of that stuff they, they can relate to because we are all what kids want and children want. So, But we have to understand, okay, because a lot of, a lot of us didn't have a mother and a father in our lives, but as we are there, if we are fortunate enough, we must speak to them, the mothers and the fathers. That's because that's, you know, we all as parents must do the training. You know, God can speak into us. He'll speak into us, but we also must train. Today, what today what is being lacked is a training from the mother and the father of the word of God and applying that because, you know, if that's applied, you know, change happens, uh, new happens. Uh, uh, a structure, when you have that structure, that structure is there, you know, you know, a brighter horizon will be there, and understanding. You know that they don't have these kids don't have to. Oh, you ain't got to go out to the the rob anybody. You ain't got to go and uh, sell drugs. You ain't got to do this and that. But understanding that, you know what? You know, these days, you know, a lot of people getting killed and and and, and protecting somebody's stuff or whatever. But the point of the matter is, these are one a couple lot of the problems that are that we are dealing with today. Uh, Mr. Cruz of uh, that, that shot up uh, Douglas, Stoneman Douglas. He wasn't in the right mind. He didn't have the right guidance, you know, you know, because he had all the money and uh, was with people that had money, you know, wasn't the, they didn't have the right structure because with the right structure, there's no way he does that with the right structure and the, and, and the right uh, strictness that he needed as a young man. And so that yeah. is very that was that was good what you're saying. I was getting ready before I released the line, man of God. I wanted just to address something you said because I grew up in a. This is Prophetess Jenny. I grew up in a a Christian home. Went to church, Bible study, in the choir, served, cleaned the church, on the usher board, all that, and um, that's how my mom raised me in that structure with the word. You understand what I'm saying? But as I got older and when I strayed away from the world, I became in the world. Uh, my, my father was an evangelist. He raped me. I got pregnant with his, with his baby and then lost the baby. And I remember going to the church after my third suicide attempt and the church not accepting me because of what their religion or their tradition was saying about somebody like me. This is just me talking about my experience. And so, but it wasn't, it was because when I went to the church to look for love, something that was real, it was not there. And I wasn't a two-parent family, but we, uh, my mom raised us in church. But when I went to the church, the church denied me and the church didn't accept me because of what I was in or what I was coming out of. But it wasn't until I was older and I had, you know, I had a personal relationship with God myself. And sometimes in life that right now, some of, even if we, if we, if we re- tried to reach them, 
some of the people, some of the children, we may be the only mothers and fathers that they'll ever see, and the only God that they'll ever see is through us. But if if we're not living the life that we talk about, then we'll lose the youth. I, I know I'm not gonna get a bunch of amens right here. Then we'll we'll lose the the youth if we're not living the life that we're talking about. Because one thing about the youth right now is they're looking for something real. They're looking to say, if I come in with tattoos, can you still love me? If I come in, I just had an abortion the night before, can you still love me? Does God still love me? And understanding by that loving kindness, have I drawn thee? And sometimes you can't reach the mothers and fathers. That's why some of us will be the only mothers and fathers that they will ever know or that they will see in us is because of the love of God that rides in us. But it wasn't, I had to, I had to fight what my perception of growing up within the church and then how the church done me and then how I, I had to, I had to fight to really find out who God was because what I was seeing in the church was not lining up that was in the word. Now this is just my experience. I'm not talking about everybody, but I'm just interjecting it as a whole. And so, but think of a lot of people that are like me. You know, and so when I minister a lot of people on my job and a lot of people on this, and I tell them, we catch the fish. Let the Holy Ghost clean them up. I know I'm not going to get a bunch of amens right there. Because once they get a relationship with Christ, through the relationship with God, he'll begin, through the Holy Spirit, will begin to teach them all things. Yes, God will use us in our respective places, but when we when we have that personal relationship with them, and so... You know, and um, when you say going back in the home, when we can go in the communities and start having barbecues and, you know, whatever, serving meals because everybody likes to eat. And so reaching them that kind of way, you know, if we're not going to go door to door, if we're not going to evangelize because if you're an evangelize, that's what evangelists what you need to be doing evangelizing. But even without a title, we all can minister the good news. Oh, my God, I felt all the we all can minister the good news without a title. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Because let the greatest among you, let them serve. So we're in leadership role. The greatest work we should be doing is serving. Oh, God, I know I feel God right there. And so so when you say go back in the home, how do we do this? I mean, how do we come together as a whole and band together and be effective in reaching the mothers and the fathers, because a lot of the fathers feel like they're failures, and so does the mothers. So how do we build them up in the word? How do we build their their esteem up to be able to take the roles in the home, to be able to take the children, and then to be able to function as a whole? Um, on that, um, what I um, would say with that, like I said, because when the scripture talks about, he said, when you, when I was hungry, you fed me, right? And you mm. said, when I was, when I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. So we have to, even though, yes, the key is to impart the word in them, but sometimes you have to do little, little things in the community to draw them because they don't have the knowledge of the word, okay? Because, yeah. He said when he fed them, he fed them. And when he fed, fed, when you're feeding them, see, a fed, feeding people is a twofold thing. It's not just the spiritual 
but, but the physical too, but you get, because in order for the human spirit to function, right, the spiritual um, has to function as well. But when you draw them, yeah, that yeah, it's nothing wrong with having. It's nothing wrong with having. To me, it's nothing wrong having something like that because you can pull them and draw them just through that, and then connect the word of God, bam, just like that. You know, you could do little little things, give them little things, and, and hand it in their hand. And as you begin to hand things in your hand, you begin to minister them. It's just the simple, the simple little things. Now it also talks about the uh, the church. We have to understand, he said, we are the holy temple. The holy temple is within us. It has nothing to do, the church has nothing to do with the building. But because we were caught up in the tradition, because we were caught up in those old old ways, right, they were caught up, oh, the church, the building is the church. No, the church got to be in you. The church ain't got to be in you. has nothing to do with the building. But the building, the reason why it says the church because of the Catholicism. When it came in the Catholicism, remember, remember Christianity came directly from them. All right? So in our mind, we was already programmed that the church was the building. All right? But they forget about in order for the church, in order for the building to function, the church got to be in us. Come on. So because we got caught up in the religious tradition, religious this, religious that, like you said, I'd rather have I'd rather be have a relationship with God than be so caught up and be religious in the church. I'm talking about the, the building church they're talking about. But when we're talking about the spiritual house, the spiritual house, in order for the church to function, the church, that means us. We ain't talking about the building. We talk about in the house. Because remember yeah, the on. apostles, when they the church, they were going from house to house, right? Yeah. Wasn't they going house yeah. to house? When they got out of prison, they went from house to house. That's the church. House to house. The house is the church. The house is where you reside, right? That's the church. Where you reside with your relationship with God is the church. It's nothing to do with the building. And it says what? Where the spirit is, where there's liberty, and where there's liberty, there is freedom. So wherever the this Holy Spirit is dwelling, that's where the church is within you. It has nothing Come to do on. with the building. It has nothing to do with the building. Yes, because we relied on the church. We relied because we were relying on them to give us the support that we need. But the Bible also says to assemble ourselves among the body of believers. How are you going to assemble yourself among the body of people today and have a relationship with God themselves? How can you get a form of encouragement and they're not, they're, they're, they can't, you can't even pull water from a duck. You Come need on. to be around a body of strong believers. It has nothing to do with the building. It has nothing to do with the building. But it has to be, they're talking about the building inside your heart. It says the church has to be what? Circumcised. In Joshua chapter 5, right, remember they had to reestablish their covenant? They had to reestablish, remember that? And remember they, they, they took the rock and they, and, and they was, as they, Joshua gave the, the men of war instructions to carve the knife, and as they began to carve the knife against the rock, they had to reestablish their covenant with God. What did they have to do? They had to circumcise. So he's, in this season, he's looking for, he's looking for the church to circumcise. He's not talking about the building itself, but he's talking about the heart of the man to circumcise. We have to reach in order for us to, to be effective in the kingdom. It has nothing to do with the building. It's the souls. The souls is the kingdom. 
But in order to win them back, it has to be circumcised. Yeah. The house, the yeah. church itself, talking about the spirit man, y'all, has to be circumcised. The human yeah. spirit is something, a total separate entity. But we're talking about the natural spirit of the man. The man itself, man, 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 man. And it talks about how the household, yes, the household needs to call back the order. But if the head is not it's not in order, how do you expect the whole rest of the house to be in order? They're not gonna do that. Right? So and so there has to be there has to be a lineage. There has to be a, a responsibility, accountability when it talks about the house of God. The house of God is where you build your relationship with. Woo, you you'll have your intimacy with in your relationship with God. See, the really the difference between a religious having a religious means going into a building, constantly doing something. Religious really just simply means repetitious. Uh, when you do something repetitious, right, right, it, 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 you know, eventually you, you you do it, you do it. It's the same thing you're doing it over and over again. But when you're led by the Holy Spirit, and when Christ went out. To heal this man, this man with this withered hand, he didn't have to do it, but he felt led to do it because he said that was that was a now, that was something that needed to be done now. He was willing to challenge your tradition, okay? A lot of the big time, big time churches, building churches, look down on the little churches, which really is the house, because that's where that's where the came from the house so if it came from the house your house right where the spirit is there is liberty where there's liberty where there's freedom your your spirit is dwelling his spirit his spirit his spirit is dwelling there so you're going to be free you're going to be delivered because in the house so if you got your house your spiritual house your spiritual house is going to is going to pronunciate the flow of how your atmosphere is in your physical house. Mm-hmm. The physical house that you make it. Catch me, y'all. Catch me. Because the thing is, like I said, yes, the church is hurt. The church, church, yes, it is. And there's been a lot of disappointment in the church. A lot of disappointment. Yes, yes, it is. I'm telling you, we can go all night about that. You know, there and any, you know. And, and yes, judgment does begin in the house, God, but the word judgment means to evaluate. Okay, the scripture says, let each man evaluate what? what? Examine themselves. So we gotta, we gotta evaluate our own selves. We gotta evaluate ourselves on how we expect the house of God to run. If we don't evaluate ourselves, so that's what we're trying to do. So if we evaluate our own selves, then it's like, oh, I'm, I, I can't do that. Because I, 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 I know that ain't right, so I need to do it myself. So let me get myself together so so I can align, be in alignment with the head and not kick mm-hmm. against the head. Right? And kick against the prick. We say kick against the prick. That's what the Italians say, kick against the prick. So I'm kicking against the prick because I haven't, I didn't get a chance to look at me like, okay, what's going on with me? Okay, and it says the house. It says that it says the spiritual house. And the reason why in America, because of the spiritual dehydration that dwells in the house, is because oh, of the world. Oh, God, first of all, 
intimacy. There's an intimacy. People don't understand in the spiritual realm. In the spiritual realm, um, it's more than just talking with God. It's more than just talking with God. There has to be some type of edification. You know why? Because you're dealing with the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh. We wrestle against everything that we cannot see. We wrestle against the third heaven. All the everything that activates in the third heaven. Do y'all know we act, we wrestle we fight with Astros and Napoleon, which is the demons that that hovers the earth. And because if you're not tapped in spiritually, you're not tapped in spiritually, and you're not properly equipped. It's going to tear down your house. It's going to tear down the house. So how can you put a vision in, in, in a house? How can you? How can you? How can you? They went, the apostles went from house to house to house to house, right? To house to house to house. Everywhere, back and forth, back to house, right? And it, yeah. was, and it was no temple. It was no synagogue. The biggest part that when he was on the mountain, when Jesus was on the mountaintop, it was not in the temple. It was not in the synagogue, and it wasn't in the church. Well, the, the according to the Catholic, it's the church. That's that's that. You know what I'm saying? The Reformed Church. But the church is supposed to be in you. He said, "I'm coming back for a church." He's not talking about the building. He's talking about you. He's talking about us, Ebonics. That's who we coming back for. He's coming back for us. So what can we do? He said, what must I do? He said, you know, when, when, when a sinner said, what must I do to be saved? Like he said, reconciliation back, them back to Christ. That's really what the kingdom is all about. It ain't nothing about nothing else. Now, guess what? He does give you tactics to use to draw them. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. He does give you strategy. It ain't just words, but he do give strategy to draw those folks. And if you cook a lot of food, yeah, they're going to come. That's the strategy. But when you pull them in, guess what? The word, bam, hit them with the word. My Speaking God. Speaking to their life and to their life. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't. I mean, if there's more people doing that, that will be amazing. They can pull people like this, pull people like that. See, the thing is, the norm is, oh, there's a, a big event, I'm going to come. This is the secular part, they think. Oh, it's an event, I'm going to come. But they don't know what kind of event they're coming to. They don't know. But when they, I'm telling you, by the time they finish, end up eating, in the midst of eating, I guarantee you, the word of the word of God will be imparted in them. And it will pull, it will drag touch. Some people, you can just speak to them about the word, and they're latch on to you real because they know it is. But then some people, they don't latch into that. So you have to have some type of strategy to, to, to wheel them in. He says, you got to use different baits. Like you fishing for people, you fishing. He said, fishing for men, you have to use different baits according to a person's personality. Come and on a personality, you got to be pulled, you got to be knit into their spirit to pull them. You can't just use any kind of bait. Every different bait is different how you draw the fish, the fishermen. And, you know, every, like, the fish is a different type of worms, right, the different type of bugs, right? And, you know, the certain fish attach to certain bugs, certain worms, right? It's the same thing. Certain tactics that we got to use to uh, to debate, to pull, to be the fishers of men. 
That's what you, the fish is a man like to draw the net, right? You got to put certain things in the net to draw them. Once you draw them, bam, the word goes right in them. Some people, you don't have to do that. You can just walk up to them and say, God bless you, and then start speaking and speaking to them. God prompt you to speak, and they take, they listen right away. But then you got some people that just hard-headed. They just like, I don't want to hear that. So he has to give you certain type of bait or a strategy to draw them. As long as you draw them through love, and as you draw them in love, and it doesn't work different type of form you have their life, but you have to tell them what the word of God says. What about abomination? Yeah. Hate is a is a big thing. You feel me? It's a big thing. So you have to be led by the spirit to how to draw them. You have to be led by the spirit how you communicate with them. You have to be careful not to be judgmental. You can't be judgmental. Judgmental, but if it see there's a difference between being judgmental and evaluating. When you evaluate, you're looking like, okay, what can I do to help them, you know, get out their situation? That's what a judge does. He said, I'm, I'm going to give them a tactic. Like when you go to the courthouse and you have, you have the judge, what the judge, he looks at everything that's on the table, right? He looks at everything that's on the table and says, okay, let me see. I think this may work. We need to pull this back. We need to have you stop doing this. we got to do this, right? Oh, we're going to set up a restitution or we're going to set up something so you can have some type of regiment to go by, right? So what a judge does, what he does in a secular sense, evaluate, right? But in a spiritual sense, that's how God evaluates us. He said, okay, we did this in the past, we did that. But um, you know what? He said, because that because you chose to step up and to be, to, to be a believer, you chose to give your life to Christ. You chose to uh, choose, step up to, to receive salvation, to be delivered from the power of sin, right? To be delivered from everything from your, from addicts, from everything that you had that had you down. I'm willing I'm willing. True evaluation, because that's how God does. The Holy Spirit, we have to understand the Holy Spirit is an evaluator. And if anything that we do that's in this house is so jacked up, he'll like, oh, he'll shake us up. Right? It's the same thing. It's the word. The word impart into you. But when you have the word, speak the word, you got to have some power. You have to have. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Because a person should be able to touch your hand, and they can feel the anointing without even you speaking. Come on. Even if, you know what I'm saying? So it you have to use when you're, you, you know, because like I said, he said when he began to fish, he began to fish, fish, and all those people was coming, right? Some people went by what they saw, right? Some people yeah. came by when they started, most of start coming. Some people went by what they, what, heard, right? And then some people went by what they were told, now imagine how all those multitude people came, right? Guess what? He had to use different different bait to pull them in. He had to use that. He had to use those different tactics to pull them in. You know? And everything doesn't work on no, you're right. Everything don't work on everybody. So that's why he designed us individually different, uniquely different, that he used different different um uh, study tactics or tactics to draw him, but you gotta draw them to love. Not yeah. your own personal media, not your own personal reference and stuff like that. Because like I said, we could go probably go all night talking about church hurt and this and that, whatever, yes we can. 
Because remember that when they talk about the church, the, the Catholics were, were referring to what the, the church reformation or whatever, the, the church, that's what they refer. But we, but we as believers, right? We as believers, we know the church is within you. Yeah. And what makes it even more powerful is when we assemble ourselves together. No matter what denomination we are, right? No matter what, none of that stuff, none of that stuff don't matter. Cause that's not gonna get you to heaven. No denomination and all that stuff. You gotta believe God for yourself. You gotta receive salvation for yourself. And you gotta do what God called you to do. And if there's a mandate, when there's a mandate on your life, you don't have a choice. Come on. You don't have a choice. Because when you walk in with a, when you walk in with that, because, and, and, and yes, the, the, the houses, yes, the houses, the mother and fathers, we have to line up. Yes, I believe that 110%. We have to line up in order. So, because one thing we learned about children, if you, if you're a teacher, you're a teacher, right? One thing, say, one of the kids said, oh, you know, mommy do a certain way or daddy do a certain way. And what happened is they'll put mommy and daddy against each other without even knowing it, right? That's how children mm-hmm. do. Guess what? That's how the enemy does it, too. Because as long as, like he said, as long as there's division, right, you're going to have chaos. You're going to have all that take place in the midst of that because there are divisions in the house, in the house. Now, but if the, if the, if the head is not, they don't have a relationship with God, he can't run the house. He cannot run the house. He cannot run the house when, when he's, when, you know, when he's not, has, doesn't have a relationship with God. And, 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 you know, and, and we work together as a team. Now, think about it. In the book of, Revel- uh, book of Genesis, remember when the creation, the creation came about. And when the creation came about, do you think God, God said, okay, when I, when I made, the, made this and this was good and I made that, that was good, he had to refer to wisdom. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that was a counterpart in the spirit. He had to refer back to wisdom. So when he looked back, he said, "Oh, everything is good." When he when he made the light, he made the dark. He made the, the light and the dark. He made the night and the day. What did he say at the end of it? He said, "It is what good." So if he said it is good, so that means he had to. The, the Holy Spirit was already existing before it went and before it was uh, released into the atmosphere. It was good. So. One can't do without the other. One is not a one-way thing. One cannot exist without the other. If he did not leave the Holy Spirit behind with the Comforter, we wouldn't have the power. We would not even receive the power. If he didn't die, it wouldn't be manifest. It was there, but people didn't really see it. But like I said, you, when, you, when, you're dealing with, when you're dealing with drawing people and when you're dealing with, you know, like you said, being a, a visionary, then everybody gonna kick against you. Trust me. They don't, you gonna have a little disagreement because in the Bible, does say it's all right to disagree. He didn't say you gonna turn around and kill each other. You gonna disagree sometimes because everybody have a everybody have a different perspective. But that doesn't mean it's wrong. No, not wrong. But everybody have a different way of thinking. Everybody process different. You know why? Because God had made us uniquely different. He made everybody uniquely different. But at the same time, even though he made us uniquely different, he put us together so we can flow the way that he wants us to flow. Because yeah. we are uniquely different. 
I'm not supposed to be like you. You're not supposed to be like me. Uh, Bishop Abrams is not supposed to be like anybody else. Prophetess uh, Jamie L. Abrams, she she's not supposed to be like nobody else. God made her different. And we have Amen. to recognize, we have to recognize our uniqueness because guess what? He used different bait to draw people. Different, different bait, different, different tactics to draw people back to Christ. And, and, and that's the major, the major thing. Yes, the, the, if the mothers, when the mothers and fathers are not in alignment, it is chaos. It runs in the, it's crazy. It's like really crazy. When, when it's not, you know, like you're not on one accord. It is really crazy. And, and, and it needs to be taught back in the home. But they gotta realize the church is the, that's the spiritual, that's the spiritual. So they use the word church in, in a craft, in, 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 in a, uh, in a physical sense. But when you think about it, if you really think about it, when he said the church, he was actually talking about your soul. That's where your, that's where your, that's where your relationship lies. That's where the spirit lies. Now, I'm mean, talking about the, the human spirit. The human spirit is there. But I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. Because after you receive the Holy Spirit, the church can activate. It can work. It can do what it needs to do because the Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit is not there. How do you expect it, how do you expect it to run and function without the Holy Spirit? It can't. It can't. You can quote scriptures back and forth and know this and that, whatever, but what good is it is if the Holy Spirit is not there? You got people that can memorize it backwards and forth with their eyeballs closed and everything else. But if it's not there in the house, in your house, in your spiritual house, it's not going to function the way it's supposed to. It's not. It's not. You know? We can speak our minds and, and we can speak the mind. We can speak... Uh, 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 because he said they haven't take, he said they haven't take by force. So we, we got to take it back. We, we, look, we're, we're under the third heaven right now. And we have to take it by force, guys. If we don't take this thing back for, uh, by force, what's going to happen? It's, it's not, it's not going to be effective the way, according to the book of Revelation. Preach just simply means the word proclaim. That's what it means. To teach the word is imparting in them. So they can learn. Preach is proclaiming. That means you out in the street, whatever. He said preach, when he said preach to every creature, right? And that's talking about the goodness. It's talking about the death and burial resurrection. It's talking about, talking about all that. That's what the preaching part of it. But actually teaching them is actually teaching them what they can learn from it and what, how they can experience. Because the way you talk to a person, a mature Christian, <clears throat> And in the word, it's totally different how you deal with a babe, a, a Christian that's a babe in Christ. You're not going to talk to them the same way, right? You're not going to talk to them the same way, right? So, you know, the way you talk to a person that's been 30, 40 years or whatever, and they so religious, whatever, okay, because sometimes they be caught up and they're like, I don't want to hear nothing. They don't want to hear nothing, but then you got people that are based in Christ that are thirsty, that are hungry for the word, that's thirsty, but they just, like you say, need that guidance. They need that guidance. They need it. But the guidance has to be directly from the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit imparts into the human spirit, then the human spirit will be able to function 
the way it's supposed to do and begin to do those things and begin to do uh, the, these other things that we need in order for us to function. Amen. It says a vision. It says vision also, talk, vision also means instruction. The instruction. Okay, vision also means a, a blueprint. Just think about a blueprint for a minute. A blueprint, you know how like an architecture, architecture, right? They have the blueprint of like how to, the, the house, the house or whatever, or how to put something together or, 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 or something, you know, something that, uh, that is catastrophically big. How do you think that Jesus did? Jesus is our architect. He is the one put this blueprint together of each, every individual that is uniquely different. And he placed them in certain parts of that blueprint so we can function properly. And without that blueprint, sometimes if you look at a blueprint from an architect perspective, it looks like, okay, something that I don't think this might not be big enough. We may have to change this, right? Or we may have to do that. So because of the change of the times and because the times are different, Everything, now his words are going to always remain the same. But sometimes the strategy has to be different because of the signs of the times and because the, 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 the personalities that you're dealing with. Yeah. Because another thing is if how we strategize may have to change, not compromise. There's a big difference. We ain't compromising. You don't compromise yeah. words. Right. Yeah. Don't compromise none of that stuff because that, that you need that word. You'll never take away from that word. But there are certain things that would, that would, uh, draw them. Just like the fisher, you're, you're fishing them in, right? You're fishing them in. Now once you fish them in, bring them in, what do we do? We equip, we train them, and we send them out. Bam. That's what yeah. it's about. That's what it's about. Once we get yeah. the soul, the souls in and equip them and train them and send them right back out, boom. And then they start fishing people. And then they go out, boom, boom. It's like a domino set. That's the way it is. But see, Jesus, remember, Jesus, when he did it, he just did it. He just miracles, parables, teaching and stuff. And people heard that. When people heard that, people saw that, and people were told about it. Why do you think in the synoptic, the, the Gospels, right? And so they were, each one of them, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, remember they, they, even though they had the same, the same, you know, same, uh, reference, but they, they told it different. You notice that? They, 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 they exemplified everything. They changed it. It was, it was still the same, but they wrote by what they heard. They wrote by what they saw and they wrote by who told them. Come on. And each each one, if you read one scripture and it all it tie into each other, the same. If you notice it, like it's kind of repeating itself. What happened? It was told differently, and it's the same. That's why it's called the synoptic gospels because they were told differently. Same thing, right? But they were told from a different perspective. That's why he made us uniquely different. He made us uniquely different. He made Amen. us uniquely different, you know. And, and like I said, I, I I thank God for that because if He didn't make us uniquely different, you know, and, and, and we got to realize something too. One one thing we do have to realize too, the anointing that you carry, that's the one that He birthed you birth He birthed in you. That's what you Come use on. to be the of men. 
because of your anointing. It's anointing people come up to you and talk to you, and, and you don't know why they're talking to you. It's your anointing. The way they may talk to you may not be different when they talk to me. Because what? It's a, it's a specific anointing that he used uniquely for you to draw them in. You know, and draw them in. It's not, like you said, it's not about the numbers. It's about the soul. You could you could have uh, uh, eleven thousand people in the church and stuff, and only only four people say. How about that? Come on, because they just sitting there, because they're sitting the, the the benches because of the traditional church. You know what I'm saying? So it's a traditional church. So if it's a traditional church, right? And it draws Amen. them. It draws them. It's gonna draw them based on the uh uh, uh uh consists of your anointing. It's gonna base on your uh, on the anointing that you have because we're you what uniquely different, and when we are uniquely different, right? It's uniquely different. He's gonna use you. He's gonna use you according to how he designed you. Remember, he created all of us, each and every one of us, right? He 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 That's birthed right. us all. And all of us have a purpose. So if all of us have a purpose, it doesn't matter what you disagree with or I disagree with you, you disagree. It doesn't matter. That doesn't doesn't matter. You disagree. It says you can you can what it say? You can uh you can di- uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> That's what, then that's what the word said? You can agree to disagree? You can do that. And it's okay. Yeah. It didn't tell you to fight. It didn't tell you to fight. Right? He said, you said, be angry and sin not. So if you disagree, you disagree, but that don't mean you act on it, act crazy and kill each other. That's right. You know? You know? And that's the purpose of working together. Everybody has a different way of, of, of perspective of because we are uniquely. He said, I am, you are what? Fearfully and wonderfully made. Right? He said, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You hear me? Fearfully and wonderfully made. So that means he let us know that we are made uniquely different. Glory to God. You know, we made uniquely different and, and, and it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. And, um, let me tell you, I, I've, um, you know, and sometimes when people say something, you're like, oh, oh, you know, it gets on your skin. You're like, ah, you know, it's okay. You know why it's okay? Because we are uniquely made different. We came from that, the, the perspective. We're different, you know, and then like none of us are wrong, but because the way maybe certain things are worded or certain words are said, you know, yeah. it will prick you yeah. up sometimes. Yeah, you know why? Because what? We are showing our humanistic side. We got to remember while we walking on the, on this side of heaven that we show our humanistic side. Didn't Jesus show his humanistic side? Okay. He showed okay. his humanistic side. So that is going to, that, that comes with, let me tell you, that comes with the territory. Yes. We're spirit, we have in the spirit in us, we have a relationship with God, but we show a humanistic side. That humanistic side ain't no joke. But we cannot, you know, depending on how the area of the humanistic side, sometimes it could be like overly sensitive, then it could be to the point that you're just, you're, 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 you show that empathy. You know, that empathy. You show that empathy. That's how you draw them. Sharing your experiences with them and say, I've been there before. I've done this before. 
I know how it feels to be, you know, whatever. They're not going to listen. I'm going to tell you right now, the, 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 the sister tradition, the people that we're dealing with now, right now, remember, you got to be tapped in the spirit and know what spirit they're carrying before you even speak to them now. And when you talk to them and, and talk to them and say, okay, well, I, I, I'm, I'm sensing this, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And you go, and you boom, you go right into it. You know why? Because you tap into your uniqueness that what God had, God has made you, and you're able to minister to that person without them being known they're being ministered to. How about that? And that's that's how that's how you know God. That's the type of God that we serve. That we use our spiritual discernment to. Talk to people, to minister to people. Yes, I'm gonna tell you every day. They they be witnessing, they be doing this and whatever and stuff like that. Yeah, they doing because that's the way that's the way the religious setting set. Yes, we have to. It says go to the highways and byways. Yes, it does say that. But because people are uh, afraid to step out, you understand that way. Sometimes when we step out like that. It makes us seem, it makes us appear to be judgmental because we're going out there. You understand? And, and, and saying that, but at the same time, it's not being a, 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 a issue of being judgmental. It's just the fact that when you go to people now in this season, okay, it ain't like the back in the old days when we can go knock. Cause let me tell you, you knock on somebody's door, I'm gonna tell you somebody gonna pull a gun on you. You feel me? That's it, that's it. Okay, so you gotta you gotta use wisdom. You gotta use wisdom. I'm serious. You gotta use wisdom in this thing because you gotta remember the times, the signs, and the times that you in. You know, you knock on somebody's door, they gonna thank you the the police. You feel me? They go, you gonna be knocking on their door, and I'm like, well, who is that? And they open up the door, hi. And they're like, what? So you have to you have to be able to be. You have to, um, you know, and, and, and if you, you know, if you do knock on the people, hi, I'm such and such. When you, and, and, and when you train somebody to knock on somebody's door, you say, hey, hi, and they knock on the door, hi, who is, who, you know, who, you know, who is it? Oh, hi, I'm such and such, I'm from blah, 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 whatever, you know, do you have time to talk? Or, you know, something like that. You can't just knock on the door and don't say nothing, cause I'm gonna tell you, people gonna pull out a gun on you. Or they gonna do something, or send their dog out after you. You gotta use some wisdom. You know, we gotta use some wisdom and, and common sense, guys. Cause we can use so much of that, but we don't have no common sense, and then that's how the house of God falls. That's how the kingdom falls, because we have to look at the, the, the condition, the situation that we are in now, and use wisdom how to draw people. It ain't just, Back then, you just walk up to them. Some people just walk up to them, and yeah. And 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 the good thing I like about that, you can hand you can hand the people tracks and stuff, and talk to them and stuff, and it's a beautiful thing. But then, what if the people you hand the track to them and and they, and they throw it on the floor, on the ground? Yeah, you did your part by giving the track to them, right? But you got to say something to them. Why are you giving the track to them? Don't just hand the track to them. That's what they do. They hand the track, just pass track. They don't say nothing. Hey, God loves you. God bless you. How was your day? You got to have some type of engagement when you're passing stuff to them. Or, or, or you know, you're, ba- you're using, using the, you're fishing them in. You got you to gotta have that type of spirit to draw them. Because if they feel like you are hateful, they're not going to walk up to you. They don't want to deal with you. I'm going to tell you right now. 
They don't want to deal with you. And we do. We have a lot of religious people that are very hateful. And that's not of God. That's not showing the love of Christ. You said love and kindness have our drawn thee. We got to be showing the love of Christ, right? We got to show the love of Christ. So that's the, that's the most important thing is showing the love of Christ. Amen. Anybody else on tonight? Amen. All right. All right. I got, oh, okay. I got a speaker. Okay. Go ahead, guys. All right, hold on one second. Okay, let me see. Hold on a minute. Give me a second, guys. All right, Posse, like you still there? I see it. Hold on. All right. Okay, I got you. All right. Okay, if anybody else has anything else to say, if not, then we're going to close out. Um. I want to bring a couple of announcements before um, anyone wants to uh, uh, possibly, like, do you want to share anything that's going on in, in, in your community right now before we close out? And then um, I'll, I'll share some announcements for, for the podcast. Hold on one second. All right. Okay. Oh, I got, I got you on mute. I'm sorry. All right. Okay, is anybody still there? I'm still there. All right. Okay. All right. Anything you want to um, share with us um, from Pine, Pine Bluff, Arkansas? And we, we thank you for, for definitely um, coming in tonight. Anything you want to share with us? Anything that's going on? In here. All right. All right. All right. Prophet Lane, anything going on? Anything any in in um Manning, South Carolina? No, we're we're good to go. Um, All right. Good to go. All right. Okay, this would uh um, ask for a ELR Prophetic Ship podcast on Tuesday Tuesday night. We're having in God's word, in God's word. Um, we will be um, starting at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, on, and that that will be hosting by Prophet Holloman on Tuesday night. On Thursday night, um, we have in um, the prayer mantle. The prayer mantle that will be hosted by Prophetess Lane, Prophetess Lane out of Manning, South Carolina, and it's the same number. Um, Eastern Standard Time will be 9 o'clock. Central Standard Time, which is 8 o'clock. And on Sunday night, we have our Sunday night, Sunday night explosion will be host, amen, on my, on, on my night, amen, and that will be on Sunday night, that will be 8.30 Eastern Standard Time and Central Standard Time, which will be, what, 7.30, 7.30. So if you got a, if you have time, please tune in to that. Uh, we are looking for building a, building a network. And people don't, people think about it's more than just the podcast, but actually building a network. The network yeah. itself. Right. The key is building a network itself. And when you have the uniqueness of our gifts, this is how we're going to will them in. You're going to be the fishers of men. 
See, there's different type of strategies, just like what I just said. So it could be street, it could be anything, it could be the radio ministry, it could be any anything that, that God, as long as you put your hand to the plow and you give it with all your might. You know what I'm saying? You give it to all your might and everything will be able to flow. Be able to flow. You know, so I just thank God for everybody come, you know, get a chance to tune in on tonight. I appreciate everybody able to tune in to um on tonight. Um, let's build a vision together. That was phenomenal. We everybody came from a different perspective and that's what makes us uniquely different and amazing. Um, yeah, we may get get mad and get upset because I know I get mad and get upset. Well, I want to say something, but we one thing you have to learn when, when everybody's talking with each other, we have to learn not to get be in flesh. We can't dwell in flesh in order for the for uh, in order for the assignment that he has given us, you know, to make work. You know, and I and that's what I love about it. And I thank God for that. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You're trying to say something. I was saying, Amen. Just Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. So I thank God. Prophet Jamie, I love you. <laughs> I, love you oh, I love you, girl. Such an anointing, oh, my God, on you. It's anointing, and you are such a fire starter. I'm going to tell you a fire starter, and I thank God for you. And um, Bishop, I thank God for uh, this laying on tonight, my mom. Y'all, Glenda Lane, amen. probably that's my mom, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and we thank God for uh, Apostle Shelley, amen, on tonight. Apostle Shelley, amen, you're awesome, awesome, you know, call, uh, from Pondos, Arkansas, and everyone. Prophet Holloman, I love you, amen. We just thank God on tonight, you know, and I love, like I said, everything was uh, phenomenal on tonight. And uh, let me tell you, that was very, very, uh, you know, because everybody has those strong, and it's one thing about being a, being a, a, a leader, you have to be strong and have that tough skin. Because if you don't, we're just so sensitive, we'll just go off on anybody. So that, you know, and, 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 and you know, I'm the, I don't know about nobody else, but I'm a work in progress. I'm sometimes even still Erica is a work in progress, you know, and I thank God for what he's doing, uh, in the season and everybody's life. Amen. Uh, prophet, uh, prophetess, um, Abram, share with yes, us about the book that's the book that's coming out. <laughs> share with us about the book. We're excited. Share us about well, the book. Well, it is out. I'm excited. It is Women in Ministry, a, a biblical mm-hmm. profile, and it's just uh, okay. taken straight out of the Bible scripture about the different mm-hmm. women that God used in the Bible. And as my husband Bishop Abrams was saying earlier, you know, about just women in ministry. And one thing this book is good, it's good for teaching. It's not only just good for Mm -hmm. reading, but you get to write in the book. It almost becomes like a personal journal, you know, for yourself. You know, it's not nothing you can write but it is an excellent teaching tool. You know, I'm I'm for Mm -hmm. women all day long, you know, and just being a forerunner to just encourage women to just press and push yeah. into their purpose and their destiny yeah. and just setting their face like a flint and not being moved mm-hmm. by what people think or what they say. But we've got to be, you yeah. know, like a Shudamite woman. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. she told the man, the, the driver, said, don't, don't you stop for nothing. Don't you slow up. And that's how we have to be women right. of God. 
God promised us something. And even though it looked like it may die, that it's not even producing, we still got to go after it. And we cannot slow down. Yeah. We cannot be moved by people, what they think or what they say. This is the hour, women of God, especially prophetic, prophetic, apostolic, prophetic voice, not just in women, but everybody that God is raising up in this, in this hour. So I just want to encourage mm-hmm. women to just push. If you got nothing else out of tonight, but just to push in what God has told you, because I'm telling you, heaven is backing us up. And this time and hour, like yes. before, God is sending his angels and he's, he's helping us to get where we have to be. Amen. And we're going to do it with tenacity and we're going to be intentionally yes. delivered to do what God has called us to do. Amen. And I thank God for this opportunity, woman of God. This was just absolutely fantastic. Like you said, everybody had a different perspective. And, you know, I really learned something from everything that everybody said, you know, and just some good nuggets. Some things I just want to add to my teaching, some things I want to add to my preaching, and some things that most of all I want to add to me uh, spreading the good news, you know. And so, and I just believe this is what God is doing. He's just marrying the ministries. Amen. And you may have one part, I may have another part, but it's all going to come together. Right. And the main thing is this, we're all in the same race. For, ah, God, I felt the Holy Ghost. We're all in the same race for the same prize, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. And at the end of the day, we want to hear the well done, thy good and faithful That's church. Right. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Oh, Amen. You can find the books on Amazon. Sorry. You can find okay. Under Bishop Abrams, uh, Silent MB, um, Abrams. Um, he's got over uh-huh. 37 books. You can find stuff on Armor Bear and stuff on the Pentecost. I mean, we just right. got tons of material. Uh, he's got a, a, a good book on spiritual warfare, and that is an excellent mm-hmm. tool. It'll take you probably about a year and a year and a half to get through it. But these are good teaching, mm-hmm. uh, manuals, mm-hmm. good, uh, good reading, and just good things that you mm-hmm. want to have if you're setting up you know, any organization in your church or setting up a ministry in your mm-hmm. church, there's probably any book that you can that you can find on there that will be helpful for you. Helpful. So go on Amazon and, and look us up guys, okay? Okay. Okay. Oh, awesome. That's phenomenal. Amen. We definitely have to support our support our own. Support our own. Amen. Because we are uh, one body, say one body but different members, right? And we are we're we're, we're we're together as a unit, amen. And like I say, in this season, you know, guys, just be encouraged because, like I said, we are in our pre-tribulation period right now, and um, the pre-tribulation period that we are experiencing, amen. There are some things that we definitely will have to reinforce back into the home, and I agree with that 110 percent. It is not you can't you can't knock that, but you have to reinforce in in, in the home. Which is that's true. That's true. I agree with one hundred ten percent. But because right. we, like you said, because we got caught up in the physical word church, they don't realize the church is in you. The spirit is in you. The Holy Spirit. You you can have a building all you want, but you have you can walk into a dead church right now, right? You can walk into some of churches where you like want to run to run the opposite direction. Run for it, run. I'm telling you, you want to run. Because of the fact the spirit is not there, you know. So it has, like you say, it has to start from home. It has to start from home. And then when you assemble yourselves, 
with everybody else that, that I b- believes the same thing that you believe, let me tell you, it, it's amazing. It will be amazing. So if everybody just, you know, that believes what you believe in, believe, you know, believe. Well, we already know we, who we believe in. We know the God that we serve. We know our relationship with him. And, 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 and uh, like you said, if they get past the religious, the foolishness, the religious garbage or whatever, and get real, get greedy, get grit, get, 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 look, get our hands dirty, and not to be afraid yeah. to get on our knees and not to cry and travail, travail, travail. I have the spirit say travail, travail before God. Let me tell you, it's going to be amazing. It's amazing. And uh, once, like you said, once we implement that back into the home, which is it also, I say the house of God because it was taken out the house of God because of the religious, right? Because of the religious as opposed of a relationship. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be amazing. Once we put it, once it goes back in and put back in place, I say back in place, I guess back in place and stuff. But we thank God on tonight, guys, for tuning in on tonight on ELR Prophetic Chip on tonight. Amen. Amen. On tonight, I, it was a pleasure uh, connecting with everybody and talking. And like I said, everybody learned from everybody, which was an amazing thing. That's a good thing. That's a, that's actually a good thing. Um, and empowerment. Uh, for everybody and stuff, and we just give God gl- the glory on tonight. And um, you know, um, like I said, the, the the time that we're in, you know, we have to we have to strategize a little different because because of what we're dealing with, you know. So when we know what we're dealing with and stuff, God gonna speak to you, and He's gonna give you things to draw people. You know, it could be little stuff that he you can create. Create. You know, I'm this lady. Let me tell you, this is lady. Before we close out, um, yeah, she had um, um, prayed to people, and as she began to pray and begin to minister to people, she carries a cross on her back. Okay, at the terminal. What do you think she's doing? She's drawing people. She's getting their attention. So what I'm saying, that is the fishers of men. Certain things you use to draw people, and once you latch them in, then then you give it to them. You give the word to them, and they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. They receive you. But as opposed to different people, you could just walk up to them and start ministering to them, and they receive you right away. You know, so you got to use, like you said, you got to use a, what you say, a strategy. You got to do wisdom, your wisdom with the strategy, how to talk to people, how to deal, because everybody is not the same. Everybody is not going to receive you. So God going to give you the, the uniqueness to draw that person, to draw that person, to draw that person, but he's not going to draw them all the same way. He's not, you know, and we got to, we got to be tuned into that. Once we be tuned into that, and that's why a lot of people walk away from the house of God because they think one way works. No, it doesn't work like that. When he gives you the gift, the gift to discern, that's the key thing is to discern. You can discern the individual right there where you are, and he will give you give you the keys, the keys and the, and the tactics to bring them in, to bring them back to Christ. How about that? He will. It has a lot to do with your discernment. It's not about what you, what all the word that you know. But it's a discernment, the spirit of the Holy Ghost. 
it's going to say, okay, I can't do it this way because they're not going to hear me this way. So I'm going to do, do it another way. When I do it another way, you draw. Right? That lady at the bus stop draw people by the cross of carrying the, the burdens. Christ carried the burdens of the world on his back. Right? He carried the cares of the world on his back. That lady walked around with a cross, a crucifix on her back, and she ministered to people. But you know what? That's how God gave it to her. God gave it to her that way. He may give it to her like that, but he may not give it to you that way. He may give you different. He may give it to me different, you know. But because we are uh, fearfully and wonderfully made, he gave it to us that way. Amen. Amen. So we just thank God on tonight. Amen. Uh, concluding kingdom business. We pray that everybody uh, send the word out. We have already sent the word out in God's word. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking for a mighty move of God on on tomorrow night, and I'm looking for a mighty move, a, a mighty shift to take place on Thursday night. I'm excited about what He's doing because He has given everybody a unique gift, and when He gives you a unique gift, that's why. That's what she meant. If you think about it spiritually, me marrying the churches together. What do you think we're doing with the network? We're marrying the different uniqueness together to form one body. And we're using the different tactics of the of the of the of the podcast and expanding into a network to win souls. That's all that matters. Amen. That's all that matters. So we just thank God for on tonight. Amen. This has been tonight. Um, your host, um, Apostle E.L. Robertson and Prophetess Lane. We had Prophet Holman on tonight. Which is a, that was powerful. I'm telling you, that was to me that was powerful. Everything, every it was powerful. And I and I and, and he will give you the boldness to say what you have to say and be led. And I love that. Amen. So we just thank God on tonight. Um, as we begin to close out tonight. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest through the body in this kingdom forevermore. Until we meet again, tune in to ELL Prophetic Shift on tomorrow night. Uh, was it tomorrow night? Yeah, tomorrow night on Tuesday night in God's Word on Tuesday. Thursday, uh, the prayer mantle, the mantle of prayer segment. And on Sunday night, Sunday night explosion. So we just thank God for what he's doing tonight. We're closing out. Until we meet again, God bless you. Okay, good night, y'all. All right, God bless you.